Hey, welcome to the podcast. You didn't really miss anything except the intros. So, hi, welcome to listening to Barry on Deck. Since you don't ever join us live, you bunch of jerks. Now, welcome in. I, I always record it and then uh, post it out for people to listen to. Because some people don't like to watch or can't watch. They just want to listen later. That's fine. You know, it's like uh, some people don't like to have sex. They just want to watch. I feel like our, our podcasters are kind of like cucks. They're like live Twitch show cucks. They just they just want to watch and listen. I don't know. Maybe not. I apologize. Please don't stop listening. Okay. At Zach Barkus 15, I was going to let it slide, but nope, W-H-O dat. Well, there goes our timeout for the day. Sorry, Zach. I love you, buddy. You'll be back, though. You'll be back. It's just 10 minutes, Zach. <laughs> you guys remember Zach? Oh, I miss Zach so much. So if you don't know, Zach got timed out. If you, uh, The more you watch the show, you earn what are called channel points. And channel points, you can do all kinds of stuff with them. You can... Well, the big thing that they're used for is to time people out. When you time out, means you can't chat for 10 minutes. You can watch the show, but you can't participate in the show for like 10 minutes time. Uh, it's good times. And Total Dallas, I need to call it the Total, the timeout brought to you by Total Dallas because he's the one that gets it the most. But yeah, you talk shit about somebody's team in the chat, chances are you're going to get timed out. And uh, Zach learned that the hard way. Zach, I love you, buddy. And um, I still have the Saints winning, but it won't surprise me if the Bucks win. But there you go, buddy. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Y'all remember Zach? <laughs> uh, rest in peace to Zach. All right, Aim is out here shooting shots right away. He's like, I was going to let it slide, but nope. Who that? All right, we'll get to it. We'll get to my picks as well. But before we do that, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys remember but a while back, uh, let me go to my email and see how far back it was. And I may have just said it. Um, I may have just said it on our private show, the third, uh, the third hour private hour for the Patreon members. But I thought I may have said it on here too. Um, but a while back, I had mentioned to you guys that. Um, I had applied for a job with the, uh, Houston Chronicle. Uh, it was in August. It was August 30th. Um, and I had applied for a job, a writing gig that was open with the Houston Chronicle that was their sport. It was actually with cron.com. I guess a subsidiary of the Houston Chronicle. I don't know exactly how it works. Jerome Solomon told me one day, and he was like, nah, you got to pay to read my shit. Like, I don't know. I was like, whatever, bro, whatever. I don't know how that works. There's like cron.com, there's chronicle, houstonchronicle.com or chronicle.com, or I don't know. One of them's a paywall, one of them's free. I don't know. But um, I was talking to him about that, that uh, Houston sports culture writer gig. And he was like, oh, you'd be great at that, dude. He's like, you you would uh, love that. And I think you would be killer at that job. You should apply for it. I was like, you know what? I will. I've been a Houston sports fan my entire life, born and raised in this city. I've been on air, on radio and TV for the last 10 plus years covering these teams and doing sports talk radio, doing television, doing this show. 
Um, I'm I'm a regular contributor on other TV shows for sports. I've done national stuff. I do weekly hits on other radio stations around the country just to be their Houston sports expert. Like, I was also thinking, by the way, I don't toot my own horn enough. Okay? Truth be told, there's not another person in this city of six million that could say that they are a stand-up, a touring professional stand-up comedian who has a TV show on air, has a radio show on air, does a sports podcast successfully, my might add, successful sports podcast. Like, no one else can claim all that. A lot of people can't even say they've got a TV show and a radio show. I think, like, three people. Jerome is one of them. I need to do a better job of tooting my own horn. Or, I don't know, whatever. Um... Chris said, have to drop for a call. Sorry, I'm going to miss this part. Oh, you're about to miss a rant, buddy. Just go back and watch it, Chris. Um, Plus, you're pretty funny. I'll slap the shit out of you, FJ. Anyways, I was like, you know what? I've written for the Chronicle before. Oh, yeah, forgot to mention that. I used to be the MMA blogger for the Chronicle. No big deal. No big deal. Used to be one of the lead writers for Legacy Fights, who now their uh, owner is now the promoter of the UFC. Uh, You know, yeah, I mean, I've done some things. I've done some things. I've done some things. So, uh, you know, I just don't do a good job of tooting my own horn and bragging about it. But that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is, I applied for the job as, as culture, what is it, a Houston sports culture writer or whatever the hell it's called. I guess I could... Look it up again, because they changed it. When I initially, by the way, when I initially applied for it, uh, it was called the Trending Sports Reporter with the Houston Chronicle. It then later changed to Sports Culture Reporter. The change occurred on September 14. That's when I saw it and sent a new email asking, hey, I noticed that the title changed. You obviously haven't filled the position. Should I reapply? So here's the deal. Uh, I sent several emails after my resume, and I never even got a no. I never got a no thank you, not interested. I send follow-up emails. Hey, if you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, and and you know what I did? I, I even asked Jen, who's HR. I was like, should I send it now? She was like, no, wait. He's super busy. I was like, you bet. And I so I followed, like, protocol. I wasn't annoying about it. I was just like, hey, just wanted to follow up with you and see if you had any questions about my resume. I look forward to hearing from you. I was very professional. And I never got even like a fuck off email. I just got nothing. Like nothing. Okay. That's fine. Yo, what's up, Ref That Bets? Hey, can, mods. Can we please get a shout out to Ref That Bets? Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, mucho appreciated whoever did the, the shout out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and what's up to you, man? He said, what's up, bro? How are you, man? Uh, what's your favorite bet for NFL games? I'll tell. Ooh. Yeah, we haven't got to it yet. I'm going to do that a little bit later, probably towards the end of the show. Uh, appreciate you, Jen. Uh, you're the best. That's why you are the best. But I do have them. I, so, look, so ref the bets. Here's what I do, bro. I have this spreadsheet. I jokingly call it the, uh, the laminator. Oh, that's wrong. I jokingly call it the Laminator 5000, and what it is uh, uh, is I have a a computer formula that I use to predict all the game's winners based on the spread, and then I pick them, and then I do that each week starting in week four. Uh, And just as an FYI, so far this year, 
The spreadsheet's hitting almost 54%. Pretty damn good. Uh, I'm hitting just under 50. Not good. My worst year by far since I started this. And then on the over-unders, we're hitting at almost 63%. So that's what, but we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, for now, I got to get this out of the way because something big went down. Uh, I'm going live at 430. I'll have to check it out when I'm live. That's cool, dude. Hell yeah. Thank you, brother. Um, <clears throat> Amos said, did you turn yourself down or something, Barry? No. No, why would I turn myself down? Anyways, so I thought I would be a good fit to be the culture. What the fuck did I call it again? The sports culture reporter for the Houston Chronicle, given everything I do in Houston media-wise. Apparently not. And that's fine. If I'm not for you, that's cool. I'm not mad about that. I mean, a courtesy no uh, would have been nice, as Jim said in the chat. Uh very unprofessional um or rude he said and it, yeah that's what i thought but whatever but whatever so then unbeknownst to me they had hired somebody i didn't know this i was just out uh gallivanting around on twitter when i saw uh a tweet by my boy big angry and big angry uh where'd it go here it is i'll show you the tweet so this was the tweet by big angry big angry is my boy he's but he's done this show before he's a lawyer he's on fox he uh he's the one he's the big ball white guy that's always arguing with quinell x uh but big angry said two months ago a sports quote unquote journalist i'm gonna zoom in on this so you guys can read it a little better uh, two months ago, a sports journalist regurgitated low information idiocy labeling Jose Altuve a cheater. So, of course, Houston Cron hires her for their B team despite the ill-informed, churlish hatred for one of Houston's sports heroes. She will fit right well with the great many there that exude disdain for both Houston and Texas. And then he tagged her. Elvan Sports, I look forward to all your forthcoming false fawning over a man who has overcome more disadvantages than you can imagine and steadfastly refused to participate in Alex Cora's sign stealing. I was like, oh, God damn, big angry out here shooting shots. Man. So I scroll down and I look and he had a screenshot. And back in October of 2023, so just... What is this, December? Not even two months ago, she was tweeting that I don't respect cheaters. Talking about Altuve, talking about the Astros. Oh, by the way, there were other tweets that she apparently has deleted, but she also, by the way, and not that I'm petty, I didn't go, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I realize I'm the mayor of Petty Town, but I, I was not... Uh, I didn't purposely just go search all her tweets for any Texans hate and find nine of them. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Those don't still exist. Apparently, she deleted a lot of her hate tweets about the Astros and Altuve and cheaters. And my whole thing is exactly what Charles's is, right? And I did. I admit it. I posted a tweet, and this was my tweet. Because at first, I just tweeted out, damn. And then the more I read it, I was like, okay, wait a, wait a damn minute. So she's the new soon cron sports culture reporter and Astros reporter. And that I'm not going to lie. Now I never get 
I do not get uh, career jealousy, right? Like, I don't have, uh, even with comics, and people will tell you that. It's a it's a demon you have to fight, and you have to be careful of it, but I don't be like, I'm not like one of those guys like, oh, I'm funnier than that guy. Why did he get that and I didn't? It can be defeating when you think that, and it, and it is, but I don't outwardly be like, I'm funnier than all these comics. How come I'm not this? Or I'm better on the radio than all these people. How come I'm not on the radio full time? Or I, th- I don't do that. I don't. I might mean, think it internally, but I never go out and outwardly say it. But the problem that I had, and the problem that I have is, it's not even about her Astros takes and being the uh, covering the Astros for Cron.com. You can you can have. You can be objective in your reporting of the Astros and not be an Astros fan. Just like I can be objective about the Texans, Astros, and Rockets and be a Texans, Astros, and Rockets fan. Uh, as I pointed out to somebody in on this long-ass Twitter thread, it's kind of gone crazy, but they were like, well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, you, maybe you just, uh, it's whatever. She could just be objective and da 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 And maybe you can. I don't, I don't want to read stuff from people that like their teams. I'm like, first of all, you can do both. You can absolutely can be objective. I literally, some of you will know this, I was literally calling for fans to boycott the Texans before it became cool in this city to call for the fans to boycott Texans, the Texans, and even before the fans actually started boycotting the Texans. I was doing this years ago on the radio, years ago. But that's my objectiveness, and now I'm like, hey, I'm loving what the Texans are doing. They're great. So I can be a fan and still give you an objective opinion about what I think about each of these teams. So that's easy. I don't mind it. Okay, I don't mind. I don't mind that she's going to cover the Astros and she hates the Astros. She grew up a Rangers fan. But let's let's get to what really matters here in this situation. She has been tasked with covering sports culture for the city of Houston. She has been tasked with covering a culture that she obviously hates that she can't stand, that she grew up hating, that she has grown to hate, and she continues to hate as early as less than two months ago, six weeks ago. Sorry, I don't like cheaters. I can show you plenty of, I hate the Texans, but okay. But now you're covering our city's culture in the sports realm. That's the part I have the problem with. All right. Not that I didn't get the job. There are plenty of deserving people. I don't know who applied and who didn't, but I can name you five people right now that I think would make wonderful culture reporters for Houston sports. And none of them are born and raised in Dallas and grew up and still to this day as an adult hate our city's sports culture. That's the problem I have. You can't put somebody in that position to write about our culture in sports that has no connection, that has no willingness to embrace it, that hasn't been in it. She's never fucking lived in this city. She doesn't know. And this, I tweeted, I was like, oh, wow, I really can't wait to hear her thoughts on Mike Renfro was in. What is that? Yeah, exactly. Can't wait to get her thoughts and her insight on our culture of love you blue. 
or uh, 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 Clutch City or never underestimating the heart of a champion or just Game 5. You don't even have to tell people that have been in this sports culture what Game 5 is. They fucking know what Game 5 is, all right? Tell me about Fislama Jamma. Who was your favorite player on that team? Hmm? I'd love to hear it. Tell me about Carl Lewis and Mary Lou Retton and Simone Biles. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on who is better, the 86 Astros, the 98 Astros, or the 2017 or the 2020 Astros. That's the culture I'm looking for. Can't wait to hear it from you, person that's never lived through it, that's never been here, that has no ties to this city or our sports culture. That's a problem. That's my problem with it. It's obvious she fucking hates this city and our sports teams. Why is she coming here to cover them then? Okay, if she's just coming to be a beat writer for the Astros, I don't give a fuck. Cool, whatever. Do your thing, sis. Go off, queen. The problem is you can't cover our culture if you have a disdain for this culture. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? It was somebody that I, I sent a reply to somebody on this uh, one of these threads. And you know what I told him? I was, he goes, it doesn't matter. As long as she can write objectively, who gives a shit? I was like, so, so by your logic of putting somebody in the position of writing and covering the sports culture of this great city, why don't they just go ahead and put a vegan PETA board member in charge of covering the rodeo? Because that's essentially what you're doing when you put someone in that position that hates the fucking culture of sports in this city. You have basically taken a vegan PETA member, board member, and said, go cover this thing you guys hate. It makes no sense at all. At all. And that's the part I have a problem with. That's the part that Big Angry has a problem with. That's the part that Astros fans are having a problem with. And that's a part that a lot of, not all, but a lot of sports fans in this town are gonna have a, going to have a problem with and already do. And I don't need to see now your fake ass. <laughs> I know, but I'm just passionate. No, bitch, you're a hater. Like, you're just straight up a hater. And before anybody wants to come at me and say, oh, you called her a bitch, if you've ever watched this show, I call dudes bitches. I'm a bitch. My mom's a bitch. You guys are bitches. Uh, Amos is a bitch. Bitch is my favorite word. And men can get it. Women can get it. We all get it. All right? So don't come at me with that. Hey, you can't. No, that's not how this show works. Okay? Not how this show works at all. So, in summary, <clears throat> I think it's a travesty that we would have to read about our culture, our sports culture, from somebody that has obvious hate and disdain for that culture. Do the right thing, cron.com, and go get any number of people in this city to do that job. Raheel Ramzanali, Alex Middleton, uh, 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 hell, Adam Clanton, if he would want to do it. Uh, I, I, there's just name after name after name of people that have been here, that have lived it, that love it, that eat it and breathe it and sleep it. She ain't it. She ain't it. If you want her to cover the Astros, I don't give a shit. Not the sports culture reporter, though. That's different, man. That's different. That's different. 
Tell me how you fit in an article about Bumby and Paul Wall and the Astros and Slim Thug when you don't know shit about them or the Astros. Can't do it. And that's what the sports culture reporter should be doing in this city. Okay. And with that being said, let's get to your sports headlines. All right, here's sports headlines for the day. By the way, I guess I should uh, I guess I should real quickly just go through the chat, see if you guys had anything to add to the little ranty rant that I had. <laughs> Cisco said, uh, that rant got me sweating up in this bitch. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm going live at 4.30. Oh, yeah, cool, man. Uh, I like Big Angry. Me too, man. Big Angry is good people. Big Angry is good people. I, his takes on things and his view and perspective, I really dig it. It's a lot different. It's, um, I don't always agree with it, but I always appreciate how well thought out it is. And even if I disagree with some of the things Big Angry says, the way he says it and the points that he makes and some of the information he'll use always makes me think about it. I mean, like, even if I disagree and I'm like, nah, I think that was a stupid take. I thought about it as opposed to just being like, eh, that's stupid. So Big Angry is a good dude. Uh, Chris Gary said, a simple thank you, fuck you, bye would have also sufficed. Exactly. 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 It it really wasn't a punch in the nuts from the standpoint that she's a woman. or It was a punch in the nuts that she's an outsider that they brought in to write about Houston sports culture. That doesn't make sense, man. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> she related to Total Dallas. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, Alex. If I was her, I'd be like, mm -mm. Uh, uh, Mr. Altuve, can I interview you? Nah. Nah. She is apparently uh, all on uh, Alex Bregman's nuts because she worked at, for covering LSU baseball. So, of course. Of course. Now, you talk about me keeping receipts or Big Angry? Big Angry kept receipts. Is the Chronicle a subsidiary of John Boy Media? Yes, I realize Cron and Houston Chronicle are two different things, but they're the same. It's like saying, uh, well, ESPN Radio and uh, Gal Media and Sports Map are different things. They are, but they're not, right? Like Sports Map is different than ESPN Radio, but it's all the same people at the end of the day. Her and that Chandler guy can fuck off. You don't like Chandler Rome? Oh, come on, fam. What's wrong with Chandler Rome? <sighs> Tony said, I like Chandler. He doesn't give a shit about Astros fans, which is hilarious to me. That's true. He don't care. He's just going to, he's like, I'm just here to report things. I feel like Chandler Rome's the kind of dude that, like, he could be at a party and an orgy would break out and he would get an alert on his phone about something Astros related and he would just be like, no thanks guys. No thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna start working on my article. You no, you go ahead. Oh, that's that's a nice penis, Brian. Well done. I'm gonna go ahead and start writing though. Okay. No thank you, ma'am. Uh don't touch me. I'm working on a very important article. That's what I feel like Chandler Rome would do at like a at an orgy. And no that wasn't a reference to Brian McTaggart. Or was it? Uh, Total Dallas needs to pick up tail and drop her back in Dallas. <laughs> What's up, Ivan? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, all right, let's see. Do do do. What's up, John Dorier? 
Uh, Flip said, let's wait and see what she reports. If it's love H-Town sports, then it's most likely a lie. If she starts trouble, then she's good. Why would, if she starts trouble, then she's good. You don't start trouble when you, when you're covering Houston sports culture. That's not what that is. This is not a Stephen A. Smith first take, get up, sit down, shout out, whatever type of situation. This is going out in the community, understanding the history of sports in this city and the present day status of sports in this city, understanding why Houston Astros fans are so defensive about cheating. Can you can you relate to that on a fan level and then write about it in context of things that are going to happen each baseball season on Twitter, on social media, at the games, in the stands, in the streets? Can you relate and then write about that from a perspective of a Houston sports fan? That's what it's about, Flip. Ain't about no damn. Well, let's see if she stirs up trouble. Who gives a shit? This is not sensationalized, uh, uh, what was it, National Enquirer bullshit. She's writing about our culture in sports. Not the same. Uh, she would not have, what does it say? Cisco said, Barry, 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 Barry. Thank you. Uh, she would not have uh, a for real idea why Houston hates the Titans wearing Oilers uniforms. Facts. Facts. She's going to she's going to lead with on the research I've gathered <laughs> some of my best friends are Astros fans. Okay, you probably say that about black people. Calm down. All right. She's appropriating our culture. Fact. That's that is true. She is appropriating our sports culture. Uh <laughs> Alan said that sounds like Hamas covering Jewish culture. I, or vice versa, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Amos said, do you think they would want the recycled Houston sports history person or current Houston sports culture? What are you talking about? You can't do both. How can you understand the culture of this city without understanding the past? Why wouldn't you want someone who, who, who is still young enough? I mean, I'm not saying that, but you know, it's still young enough and in Houston sports culture. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you cover a brand like Rep the City that made shirts that say Houston versus all y'all. Oh, I don't know who did that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was my boy Kiati from 93.7 The Beat. That's Houston culture. That's Houston sports culture. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you have Dez from Apollo Media entrenched in Astros culture on your show. And you guys can talk about the 86 Astros. You can talk about the 2023 Astros. That's sports culture, bro. You've got to be able to go to the past and still relate to the present. That's what culture is. <sighs> Bitch is a term of endearment. That's true. Bitch is universal. We've learned that. It very much is. Very much is. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Do-do-do-do. Raheel would have been good. Yeah, he's a hustler. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Raheel would have been fantastic. If they had been like, sorry, you didn't get it. Raheel got it. I'd be like, duh. Hell yeah, he did. Plenty of people I could name that deserve that job. And I'm not on that list. I'm just saying I applied. And a no would have been nice. I mean, that takes two seconds to literally click reply, N-O, send. Click, type, type, send. Not that hard. Uh, All right, let me see. Do let me go back to page three. I missed some shit. <clears throat> okay. Uh, page two. 
Bitches Universal. Uh, indeed it is, Tony. I love the word. Thank you, Jen. That's see, this is why we uh, let's see. Thugger. Oh, my bad. I hear Slim Thug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bear on Deck ever thought they would probably dread doing it. Would Ross Villarreal and Matt Thomas be up for it? I mean, yeah. Again. I think Ross would be great at that. Uh, what's the dude? I forget his name. I'm so bad with names. The guy that works with Sean Salisbury, who's also a part of Apollo Media. He would be dope at it, right? I mean, there's guys on all these stations that would be good at it. That would be really good at it. Josh Beard, well, he's not. He's more nerd game culture. But like, um, uh, 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 shit, who would be over at ESPN? Paul, maybe, because Paul's been here enough, even though he kind of feels like, but, but Paul's been around this city and the culture long enough. He gets it. Paul Gallant would have been a good one. Over at 790, yeah, I could see Ross Villarreal doing that. Uh, or Brian, what's it? What is Brian's name? Brian LaLima. He'd be good at it. Man, I just connected with a dude named Figgy Fig. He's a producer at 610. He'd be good at it. Like, there's so many. Landry Locker, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying she ain't it. That's all. She ain't it. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. She's going to be writing about Houston's slowed and reverbed culture. That's exactly who I thought of when I thought of her. I was like, oh, shit. That's what it's going to be. Um, very literally heated. Leah's article in the Houston rap scene will be something. <laughs> Sean said, can't wait till y'all find out I'm covering Houston next. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I will. I swear to God, Sean. I swear to everything holy on the internet. If I found out your raggedy ass got the job, I would drain every goddamn bayou in this city so you and this this stupid-ass kayak that you have would never be able to float them hoes again. That would be order number one. I'd be like, but damn Whitmire, make me the mayor. Sean hates stuff in his stupid-ass kayak. Never be able to float in these bayous in this city. <sighs> um... Barry, your hot take is pretty difficult to hear. You have no idea. She surely worked hard to get that job off, no matter how hard uh, to hear she blows. That is all. P.S. Uh, don't know link, don't work. What? Your hot take is pretty difficult to hear. You have no idea. She surely worked hard to get that job off, no matter how hard to hear. She blows. That is all. P.S. Don't know leak. Don't work. I don't know what any of that means. Be blue. Uh, I'm not sure I follow. I have no idea. She surely worked hard to get that job. Off. I don't know what that means. And then I don't know what you mean by don't know link. Are you are you saying like the bits link? I'm not sure I follow, bro. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what's up, Crystal? Tell her now that she does not speak for us. Uh, my kitchen is dirty. Said people bullying this woman in defense of some multimillionaire who doesn't know y'all even exist. Ain't nobody bullying this woman. I'm not bullying her. I'm speaking facts about the position. I'm speaking facts about bringing in someone that has no business in that position. I clearly said if they brought her in to just cover the Astros, you'd have never heard a peep out of me. I don't give a shit. 
Go cover the Astros. I don't care if you like them or not. As long as what you write is objective, I really don't give a shit. And that's a fact. But you cannot be a Houston sports culture reporter and have an absolute documented disdain for the culture of this city. It is impossible. You can write all the fake shit you want, but the fact of the matter is, when it comes to that particular thing, that particular position that was open, it is impossible, and I will go back to my example, it would be like the Chronicle or Cron.com hiring a vegan PETA board member to cover the rodeo. It is literally impossible to get objectivity from them in that particular position. Now, if you want to just have them covering events around town, animal events, okay, sure. That ain't it, though. <clears throat> first of all, I even said, first of all, who got Barry riled up? Uh, yes, because the trouble is like when someone mentioned why Titans wearing Oilers colors is a thing. I don't even, I don't really think I follow all that much. Uh, <laughs> you got to go back and watch the beginning. Uh, my kitchen is dirty. If I could figure out how to time you out, I would. <laughs> uh, okay, I was like, what is happening? We got, uh, I got here for being, that's what I get for being late. Now nah, you're good, bro. You're never late when you're here. Uh, what's up, Keith Sager? Good to see you, man. Let's be real, though. All people with red hair are encourageable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doctor doesn't need cancer to understand cancer treatment. I swear to God, Flip, I want to time your dumb ass out so bad. Do you understand how stupid that sounds? Do you understand how dumb that sounds? A doctor doesn't need cancer to understand the cancer treatment. Of all of the analogies you could have came up with to support your argument... That's what you went with? That's... Flip. That that literally, of all the dumb shit I've read on Twitter, that might have been the dumbest argument of all of them. Uh, what's up, Chewy? Good to see you, buddy. Barry Warner. Yeah, Paul is the douche of all douches. He's cool, though. <laughs> what's up, Brandon Gary? Good to see you. Uh, Sean Salisbury was god-awful. Throw him, Charlie, and Joel away. Sean, no! No! I love all three of them. Stop this, Sean. <laughs> Jared Taylor. Who's Spun B? Leah Van, probably. <laughs> hey, you guys, I'm going to go shopping. Anybody want to go to the Paul Mall with me? The what? No, that's Paul Wall, and that's not... <laughs> <laughs> what type of meat is trill? I love this. Okay, now you guys are being dicks, but I think this is hilarious. What type of meat is trill meat? Is that is that like near a shank on the... No? Okay. <laughs> Terrence. She's being lazadaisical. <laughs> Airball! My God, those were fun videos yesterday, weren't they? Those were... <laughs> Cisco... <laughs> Now it's turning into a football Saturday on ESPN sign thing in the chat. Leah Van eats in and out burgers. Ah, <laughs> uh, exactly, Cisco. That's why it was so stupid. The doctor is an expert in cancer, though. They've studied it. They've learned every single little bitty nuance about it. They don't just go, I hate cancer. No, the equivalent would be a doctor that goes, I love cancer. What do you know about it? Nothing. Other than I love it. 
Donna. Donna said, how is it that BOD drew the short stick and we ended up with Flip in our community? Listen, it takes all kinds, okay? I love, I love Flip. I don't agree with shit Flip says, but I love him. I love him. And he has the right to get in here and say whatever dumb shit he wants to say. Like all of you do. Oh, goddamn. That's funny, though, man. If Donna comes for you, <laughs> the day of reckoning is upon us. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, can we get a waiver for the one timeout show rule for the love of God? Nope. It's one and that's it. Uh, let's wait and see what she writes about before judging her work. We already saw what she wrote about on Twitter. What are you talking about? She's already written about it and said she hates it. <sighs> that's true. Uh, that's not actually, that's not true. Amos Amos said if she's from Texas, she probably knows Houston rappers. Cause Dallas doesn't have a hip hop scene. Uh, South Dallas does South Dallas, you know, walk around the club. Fuck everybody. Can't speak, can't talk, fuck everybody, don't give a fuck, fuck everybody. That's the jam. I'm in my own zone. That's the shit I'm talking about. And then, there was, and then there's that, uh, uh, get money, because we going to get money. Them boys fresh. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. That's just a jam, too. That's from Dallas. I mean, I don't know their names. Uh... Okay, I might make the exception for a timeout for Sean now. I might make the exception <laughs> for the timeout Sean in and out greater than Waterburger. I will slap the kayak out of your face. The Van Bizer mattress from Mattress Fires. <laughs> Cisco. <laughs> Cisco. Uh, no, yeah, there you go. Not the stain on me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I've seen more bandwagon Houston's fans versus loyal fans. Yeah, but you won't hear them saying they hate Altuve and calling him a cheater and then being like, like and then go walking in the locker room being like, Altuve, what's up, buddy? I hate the Texans. I love Houston sports culture Texans. Nah. 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 Uh. Cisco's killing it. All right, let's get to our sports headlines, folks. Here we go. God, sweating my fat ass off. Sweating like a bitch up in this bitch. All right. Uh, oh, I should go and read real quick. Y'all want to read with me what, everybody, what all the haters are saying on Twitter? Let's see. I've had a lot of shit roll in here. Um, let's see. This is from the threads. Oh, here we go. Who cares about their background? Using your logic, it's better to always hire someone who loves their environment. All that matter is she can write and report at the, because uh, look, this is a thread me and this dude have been going back and forth with. Because I was like, he put, uh, she's making minimum wage. Why you got to put her, her salary out? Just because someone doesn't like something doesn't mean they can't write effectively about that topic. I guess you didn't make the cut, my friend. Happy holidays and blessings to you and yours. I was like, okay, so by your logic, you think the best plan of action for hiring somebody to write about Houston's sports culture is to hire somebody that hates 
Houston sports culture. That's pretty sound logic, bud. He's like, who cares about her background? Using your logic, it's better to always hire someone who loves their environment. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to the culture, fucking yeah, Jack. All that matters is she can write. I like that they put all that matter is she can write and report, and the Chronicle clearly thinks she can she can better than you or any other applicant. You be you, and I will be me. God bless. Don't you love it when people try to be a dick and then go, God bless? <sighs> Mark said, Barry, that voice is super annoying. I don't give a fuck. This is the voice that, that Jack gets on the internet, okay? Sorry you don't like it. Maybe you just don't like Jack. And then that's when I responded with the uh, solid point, Jack. Who cares that somebody hates the thing they're being asked to objectively write about? Oh, I spelled right wrong. Well, there's that's tragic. Maybe they should get a vegan PETA employee to cover the rodeo. Sit this one out, Jack. I don't get you. You're in entertainment. You don't believe every joke you write or love every place you play. You do your art anyway, despite the challenges. That's not what that is. Writing about somebody's sports culture isn't art. If you, if being honest, you have no objectivity and clarity, I can't help you find those. You need more humbling. God bless. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Jack. All right, let's see what else people wrote. Nobody reads Cron Sports anyways. Paywall themselves to irrelevancy. All right, I'll heart that. Uh, tongue dark Chris. He said he was, uh, I don't get you. Shut up, Jack. Uh, let's see anybody else. Yeah, seriously. Get a grip. She said three words and you took that as her hating all of Houston sports culture. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Nah, fam. You can find more stuff. She has said, uh, Ari hating Houston. Sports. That goddamn fan is annoying. With a quick searchy search. There you go. Okay, motherfucker. I can't even just, I can't even cool off because this stupid ass fan sounds like a tire with a rock in it. Tick, 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 Chronicles a joke. Uh, you dodged a bullet. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that. I... Raggedy piece of shit. Uh, she sucks and the cron sucks, so it's a perfect match. What's up, poor Marine? She's going to do an interview with Scarface and we'll expect Al Pacino. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who Jack or Leah Van are. Well, I don't either. I don't either. I just gave one a voice for no reason. Okay. Uh, I don't agree with an indefinite suspension because I can be, it can be iffy. Well, we're not there yet. Chewy, hold on a damn minute. Okay. Uh, yeah, it got a little, I didn't expect this to turn into, to this, but this whatever. I like the five bookmarks. Somebody's going to come back and be like, told you. Told you she was great. That's Jack. Jack bookmarked that five times to come back and rub it in. All right, good times. Now you know. Now you know the whole story, okay? Um. Oh, wow. Damn. Look at Bleed Blue coming in. Guys, you can read any article on Cron, no paywall. 
All you do is click the article on mobile and then go to airplane mode. Their paywall won't pop and block. That's all, uh, but you owe me. <laughs> Look at you, little hacker. You little hacker. Uh, born reads in the building. What's up? Just know that you don't like Jack or Leah Van. Oh, there you go. Uh, Jet's in the building. What's up, Jet? Good to see you, sweetie. From the top rope with the airplane mode, right? Right? Flips it. Are you a woman hater on Twitch? What? Am I a woman hater on Twitch? Who, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate women. I do. I hate women. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy how much I hate women, you know? Always have. Always have. Uh, Barry's certainly going to heaven now that he's received all of Jack's blessings. (laughs) Yes. She made a statement 15 hours ago that she regretted making the rash comments during this year's ALCS. And that can't, and they can't be erased. Yeah. Yeah. And again, again, her fandom has nothing to do with her ability to write objectively about a team she doesn't like. I get that, right? Like, I get that all the time. In this business, in this business, people, media members grow up, uh, or, 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 uh, I shouldn't say grow up, but they grow in the business. And then they take off for greener pastures and they go and they cover other markets. I mean, Jerome Solomon, born and raised in Houston, Texas, went to the University of Texas, but he left and went to the Boston Globe and covered the Patriots. But he did so objectively. And then he came back here. It happens all the time. I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, I've I've been in this business for over a fucking decade. I'm not new. I'm not just some fly-by-night. Oh, sports media is a hobby. I mean, you guys understand. I'm not saying you guys, but anybody that's sitting here saying I'm just talking out of my fucking side of my face. I mean, I've earned a paycheck in this business for a fucking decade. I know how media works. What I'm telling you is her ability to cover the Astros, there's no hindrance in that. Her ability to cover the sports culture of this city, that's a completely different story. In my opinion, that person needs to come from within the culture of this city and not have an open and uh, 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 um, proven disdain for it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You wouldn't go and get a fucking lifelong Yankees fan to go cover Boston Red Sox culture. You wouldn't do that. If you did, you'd have fucking a mutiny on your hands. But what the Chronicle did is they went out. They understand the rivalry between Houston and Dallas. You went out and got a Dallas person to cover Houston sports culture. Do you understand how fucking asinine that is? Forget anything she said about Altuve and cheaters and the Texans and how she fucking hates the Texans. But now she's got to cover their culture. I'm sorry. That just doesn't fucking work. Okay. It doesn't work. Uh, Bleed Blue says he hates women. They keep all the boobs and and vajayjay to themselves. I mean, not all of them. Um, yeah, Jen will tell you how much I hate women. Jen and Donna and Cece and, man, that's the crazy thing is as much as I hate women, it's weird how I might have one of the biggest female sports followings in this city. Mm, That's crazy. 
Brandon Gary said, eat a Snickers. <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. What is that? You didn't kind of do that thing when they do go find a college recruits old tweets and hold it against them. I didn't do that. I haven't pu- published anything I found. Charles did that. I just saw it. That's all. I didn't do that. I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't even know who the fuck she was until I saw his tweet. I didn't even know they filled the position. Mm-mm. Don't pin that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, are we talking cheating from 2017? Shut up, pussy. Oh, I love you, Donna. Uh, what's up, AR? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, this lady, Chandler Rome, ticket justice are all trash. I hate all of their writing. See, that's the thing. You can hate, you can hate Richard Justice. Why can't you hate this chick? I love it that some people are like, y'all are bullying her. Are we bullying Chandler Rome when we talk shit about him? Are they bullying me when they talk shit about me on the radio? Listen, don't, you can't play both sides of the fence in this business either. You're going to be in the public eye. You're going to be in the media. Hey, put on your, put on your big person britches. Okay. And get you some fucking thick skin. Do you know how many people have talked shit about me for a vast number of reasons? A vast, a bigly number of reasons. Get the fuck over it. Get over it. Uh Uh-uh. This is, and and that was like, oh, wow, you did like college recruits. No, 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 no. This is a, this is fucking different. A college recruit saying the N-word and then trying to fuck a white college punter saying the N-word and then trying to go punt at a HBCU is a lot fucking different than a member of the media who outwardly hates a city and its fan base and its culture becoming the culture reporter for said city and fan base. Two different things. Two different things. <laughs> Flips, you should get an Al Bundy no ma'am shirt. <laughs> Uh, gonna talk about gonna talk shit about men. Women can get it too. That's that's my thing is that like it doesn't even matter that she's a woman. That never entered my mind. Never ever ever did it cross my mind that oh they got a woman doing this. Oh please, my mother would fucking slap me dead off in the face if I ever entertained a thought like that. Are you shitting me? I'd be the last person. You'd know to do that. Don't even try it. I got plenty of receipts on that. Okay? Plenty. <laughs> Brandon Gary said, you may want to bump it up to two Snickers. I'm going to need a king-size full family pack of Snickers. All right, Brandon? I'm so goddamn hot in this fan's a tick, 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 tick. Let me turn this little stupid-ass thing on. Maybe. I just need something. Blowing on my hot, fat ass. Just need something. Oh, there we go. I get something blowing on my big, fat ass. Barry, do you have an issue that it's a woman? However, Archie Bunker might. Oh, Barry does not have an issue that it's a woman. Archie Bunker might. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get to our sports headlines. Okay, enough's enough. I said what I wanted to say. I've read all the chat messages. We're all caught up. Uh, Cisco said definitely not about her being a woman. I'd be okay with Jenny's mom being the Houston sports culture writer. And she knows way more about the culture. She'd be fantastic at it. I mean, she's too old to get out and about now. 
But if she could, she'd have been a great sports culture writer. Uh, I know Barry doesn't. Saying it definitely isn't bullying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tony, open invite. Open fucking invite. Anytime. I, anytime. She's more than welcome to come on this show and debate it. More than welcome to come on and debate her merits as the Houston Crons sports culture reporter with me. I'm, I would love that. Leah, Le, is it Leah? How do you pronounce it? Leah Van? Open invitation. If this gets to you, anytime, you are more than welcome to come on here and state your case as to why you would make, you are the most worthy in a city of 6 million people, why you above all else, are the most worthy to be the Houston Cron sports culture reporter for our fair city. <sighs> Chris, Chris, Barry on deck, two more people I would add to that list, Rachel Von Aranye and Holly Morgan. Again? Ah, yeah, Rachel, Holly, uh, 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 um, what's my girl? What, the old girl that I worked with, fuck. Why am I forgetting the blonde chick's name that I worked with forever? Jesus. I can't. Why can't I think of it? Oh, my God. That's going to drive me insane now. But I cannot think of it. Everyone <laughs> said, don't doubt. Lauren Leal. Thank you, Terrence. I was like, I, why? I have the worst damn memory. I hate it. Amos said, don't doubt Jenny. Don't forget she got a new hip. Jenny might get loose in these H-Town streets. <laughs> yeah. She'd be, boy, she'd be like, oh, my hip hurts, though. It's sore. I need some oil. She'd be like the 10 man on the Wizard of Oz. Oil me. Uh, so did all this fall in the lap of the person who hired her? Probably not. Probably not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, but Lauren Lil's another one that would have been great. You could have made Rachel Von Aranye the sports culture reporter for Cron.com, and oh my God, it would have been fantastic. Again, these are all people entrenched in this city's sports culture and have media experience at the same time. Because that's the other thing. You want somebody with some media experience. Fuck, give it to Big Sarge. That man's around. That was another name I thought of that you could have done. It's just, it's whatever. Uh, Dunbury, I exed Lee. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Uh, cool. Here, here we go. Uh, here's some, here's your sports headlines uh, for the day. Okay. God, that only took an hour and 20 minutes. Well, right at an hour. I think we went live at an hour 20. All right. Uh, sports headlines for the day. First and foremost, the NBA has suspended Draymond Green indefinitely. And cited the fact his, that he has a repeated history um, of violence and altercations in the NBA. It's no secret what he did wasn't an accident. He wasn't selling a call. He was being Draymond. He thought he could sell a punch by disguising it as selling a call. He was frustrated that he was getting taken advantage of by Nurkic. I'm with you, Houdini. This was absolutely the right call. A lot of people are like, this is unprecedented. Well, desperate times call for desperate measures. 
And I think what they've said is that even Draymond has come out and said, I need help. I mean, the dude has anger issues. The dude has um, no self-control. And and look, it's not good. And somebody said it perfectly, I thought. They were like, not only is it dangerous for the rest of the NBA. Yeah, what's up, Richard Vales? They said, not only is it dangerous for the rest of the NBA, it's dangerous for himself because he's going to do that to the wrong person and they're going to sneak his ass. They're going to they're gonna come up and sucker punch him. And now we got a Kermit Washington, Rudy Tomjanovich situation. But, you know, that's a Houston sports culture thing. We don't need to get into it again. Oh, who's the mayor of Petty Town, folks? Woo! So, yeah, I... Tony the Handsome. Tony the Handsome said Draymond is who White Magic wanted to grow up to be. (laughs) AR Platinum, Leah. Rudy Tom who? Rudy Domjanovich? What? So, did the NBA get this right? Yeah. Was it harsh? Yeah. Did he deserve it? Yeah. There's a pattern and a track record. Stomping on people's chests. Other punches, groin kicks. I mean, dude is, he has a lengthy, lengthy record in the NBA of this. Uh, The league said the penalty handed down by Operations Chief Joe Dumars begins immediately. This is already Green's second suspension this season. He'll be required to meet certain league and team conditions before he returns to play. And somebody else that was was apparently involved with this and in, in, in this and in this decision. Oh yeah, don't forget what he did to uh, the the uh, what was it? What they call him the Stifle Tower, Rudy Gobert, choking that dude. He had no business. I mean, he was defending his teammate, but damn, bro, let him go once you get him separated. He was just being Draymond. So. Um, yeah, Joe Dumars was involved, former NBA player, and so was uh, Andre Iguodala. He is apparently um, the interim head of the NBA Players Association. So, yeah, that's what I mentioned, Houdini. He stepped on Sabonis's chest. He choked out uh, Rudy Gobert. He's punched Nurkic. You know what it is? I think he just hates foreign players. <gasps> oh, my God, breaking news. Draymond Greens hates Euro players. That's why he beats them all up. I mean, he also punched out his own teammate, so who wasn't a Euro, but still. Um, <laughs> since they bore off to Draymond, he's a retired head to the WWE. Oh yeah. Oh he'll he'll. I, I'm sure he would do that at least once. <sighs> um. Those are just Draymond should be should Draymond should box Jake Paul. I'm trying to get your name right. Is statue Tito boy? Did I get that right? Is statue is statue Tito boy? Like is that you, Tito boy? Is statue Tito boy? Did I get that right, or is it something else? Like is Tattoo, eat it, oh boy. 
I don't know which one it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I want to get it right. But welcome to the show, by the way, man. If you haven't already, hit follow. It's free, damn it. I'm trying to get to 1150. If I get to 1,150 followers, I've given away $18 billion. <clears throat> uh, but that is a good, yeah, he should box Drake, uh, uh, Jake Paul. I'd love it. One of them needs to get their ass whooped by the other one. <laughs> Jim on sports. That damn Euro step. Get it out of here. Uh, Joe, Joe Dumar said they don't want to put a number on it either. And they shouldn't. They absolutely should not put a number on it. No, you don't need to. Let that man go get help. Let that man go get some patience. Let that man get some counseling and some therapy so that he can play the game of basketball and not do shit like this that's going to get other people and himself hurt. Um. Yeah, that's the uh, that's what I was thinking too. I didn't know Barkley said that, but it's a great point, and I agree. That's kind of what I was alluding to earlier, is that he was getting worked by Nurkic, and he didn't like it. And so the only thing he could do was flop around and flail about and then punch him in the face. And it was just comical that afterwards in the in the postgame presser, he's like, you know, I'm not a cheap shot artist and uh, and I'm not a flopper. I was selling the call. That's what flopping is. Flopping is selling the call. But yeah. Um, you know it's bad when your old teammate is like, yeah, fam, you need help. <laughs> you wild, right? What's up, Jamal? Good to see you, buddy. Rashid used to just talk to get texts, right? Ball don't lie. Boop. Uh, what else we got? Man, Draymond case is a tough one. Why is it tough, Flip? Why is it tough? Why is it tough? You can't go around just beating people up in the NBA and, and just not be suspended indefinitely until you get that shit under control. It's not tough. That's easy. Especially now. It should have happened a long time ago. Draymond is dirty, but not dirty enough like Rasheed Wallace in terms of games being suspended or times being suspended. I never recall Rasheed Wallace flat out just rearing back and punching people in the face like this. Maybe he did like, you know, like Chris Paul's dirty. Chris Paul's dirty. Chris Paul will kick you. They should call him Chris Balls because he'll kick you in the nuts. Point got my ass. He's a nut god. But that's different than just straight up punching somebody. Stomping on their chest. Chokeholds. Like, come on, fam. That's all different. All different. Uh, Draymond just wants to send out some season's beatings. <laughs> It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Eurostep is the basketball version of the shuffle. <laughs> Barkley punched six fans and did not much uh, uh, and didn't do much about it. He turned out okay. Barkley, every dude that Barkley punched uh, was fucking with Barkley. Barkley should just walk up and start punching fans, bro. That dude he threw through a plate glass window. You think Barkley was just hanging out in the bar and he was like, Hey, yo, Kevin, you think I can throw that dude through that plate glass window? $2. Bet. You're on. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Uh, you know what would be terrible? If you flew through this glass. Like, that's not how that works. 
Yeah, the, the shit he does isn't even basketball moves. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Barkley didn't punch six fans, did he? Was it six? Damn. That's a lot. All right, next up on the list of headlines, Giannis scores uh, 64 points in a game. But it ended ugly. First of all, um, one of the Pacers got ejected for a really, really, really hard foul on Giannis. And the crazy thing was, I'm going to see if I can find a picture of it, but Bobby Portis went crazy. Not Draymond Green crazy. Like, Bobby Portis was, like, drooling and spitting, and his his eyes, he was like... I mean, he was like Pulp Fiction. Uh, 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 what was it? Say what again? What was it? Say what again? It was like that. Like he went crazy. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta find Bobby Porter's eyes. That's a new song. Fuck Betty Davis eyes. He got Bobby Porter's eyes. Bobby Porter's eyes. He was just like. <laughs> You ever met that dude? Bobby Porter's reminded me of you ever you ever had that friend that when he would get in a fight he'd start crying. You ever seen that dude? But they get so angry. Uh that that uh that they would cry. They'd be like I'm gonna kill you. I feel like that's Bobby Portis. Like that man. Uh oh shit, there's a whole thread on his eyes. Let's see. Um <laughs> uh, let's see, April 2022. There's a whole ass meme on body Bobby Portis eyes. Good lord. <laughs> That's the look Sean gets when you bring up baseball. <laughs> Bobby Portis eyes this is the theme song for film sessions from now on. Beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes, hams. Yams, chicken, lambs. <laughs> That's the shit, man. Love it. I asked my uh, family if they had ever heard that. Everybody was like, no. I was like, what? You never heard the Thanksgiving miracle song? Uh, where is the fight? Here we go. Oh, here we go. So this is a whole ass video of the scuff that kind of broke out. Uh, no audio, and that's okay. We don't really need it. Uh, but here's the scuffle. Scuffle shuffle, okay? Here's what it is, right? So here's the hard foul on Giannis. All right, not okay. Not not overly, crazily aggressive. He held him up. He didn't sling him to the floor like Draymond would have and then stomp on his chest and be like, that's what you get for being born in Europe because that's what Draymond would have done. Oh, really? You find a replay, watch Giannis's brother go nuts trying to come off the bench to fight? Oh. Are they oh they are holding him back in the back. I see it. But but look at Bobby Portis. Watch, watch when they get close. He'll be all <laughs> like Bobby Portis was ready to go. All right. Ready to go. He's ready. Look, look at him, look at him. What you talking about? 
It's crazy. Look at him. He's like, you don't even fucking know how to wrap this wristband around your face. He's angry, bro. That's what I love that, by the way. Man, if I'm a Bucks fan, Bobby Portis is my new favorite teammate or new favorite player. For real. I'm like, damn, Giannis, I want a Bobby Portis jersey. I wonder if when Bobby Portis signs his name, like the two Bs he makes into big googly eyes. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. He's their enforcer. Well, shit, he should be. Bro, if looks could kill, the all the Pacers would be dead. And see, that's what I mean. Look, look at that foul. That is not, that is not an overly physical foul, okay? That is not a, oh, you're going to kill him. That's just good, hard basketball. That's going up in the air. That's a little physical, okay? He got a little Olivia Newton-John with him. He ain't letting him make that bucket. By the way, this was at, what point in the game was this? Uh, Fourth quarter, 10 minutes left. It was already a blowout, by the way. It was 104 to 96. Game was kind of getting out of hand as it is. And, uh, yeah, like, it's not it's not that big of a, it wasn't that egregious. See how he helped him? He didn't let him fall to the ground too difficult. Right here, watch. I'm going to pause it. Freeze it! Right there. So, right here, you see how he's holding his arm up? I mean, he's not helping him up. It wasn't like, it wasn't like he was like, may I help you across the street, my lady? But he certainly wasn't like, take that, bitch. It was just a hard foul, hard NBA foul. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But then here comes Bobby Portis. He's bringing his eyes and his. So, yeah, I it's, it's whatever. It's big boy basketball. Ain't number thing. I mean, earlier Giannis board checked uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton comes out after a dunk and Giannis kind of like, and then afterwards, they hugged and kissed and made out and made up. Whatever. Silly. Silly talk. But, yeah, he was seething. Well, what, what gets crazier about this is after the game, right? So, Giannis goes for 64, sets a new Bucks record for points scored in a game, right? And he wants the game ball. So, they give the game ball to one of the staff members of the Bucks, But then as they're walking off the court, he hands the ball to some dude wearing Navy. This is all on like video. They've zoomed in on it. Like it's a Zapruder film or what is it? Zapruder film of JFK's assassination. Everybody's like breaking it down. Like, oh my God, there was another person in the grassy knoll that took the basketball. But like, apparently there was a rookie on the Spurs or on the Pacers team that scored his first points, his first NBA points in the game ever. And so they wanted the game ball for him. Well, Giannis wanted the game ball for breaking the Bucks all-time single game scoring record. Well, there's not two game balls. There's only one. Who gets it? Does the rookie or does Giannis and Dedegumpo get it? I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I mean, maybe you cut that hoe in half. Just let the air out. Cut it in half and be like, here's your half, here's your half. Mount that shit on something flat and put it on the wall, fam. I don't know what to tell you. But apparently there was a scuffle in the tunnel later because the Bucks and Giannis were livid that the Pacers had the game ball. So they go back into the tunnel to get the ball. You remember when the Rockets and the Clippers 
and then there was that tunnel scene and they went in a shortcut to the locker room and they were waiting out front like what's up they were like bad boy come out and play they have bottles on their fingers you remember that same thing bucks went and put some bottles on their fingers and they were like pacers come out and play bring your balls well, no, don't, like, I mean, we don't mean, like. Ends up, they didn't get the ball. So they gave a ball to Giannis, and he was like, that's not the game ball. Ain't nobody ever used that ball. I played 35 minutes in this game. That game ball wasn't used. It was a brand new ball. I know used balls when I feel one. Okay, maybe he didn't say all that, but, but he was like, yeah, that's not the game ball. I don't think it is. So, and then um, Pacers coach, uh, was it Rick Carlisle? Isn't that who the Pacers coach is? <sighs> yeah, Rick Carlisle is doing his post game, And this is the part I can't stand. I hate when people embellish something that occurred. You know what I mean? Like, I hate when it, so they were like, well, Rick Carlisle's like, well, all I know is they came after us in the tunnel. And that, that was not okay. And it got a little rough and rambunctious and rowdy. And my GM got elbowed in his ribs. And he has bruised ribs. Come on, bro. What are we talking about? Are we talking about did he get people's elbowed? Did the rock fucking rock bottom him and then take off his fucking sleeve and you know, run across and fucking run across in the tunnel? Or was it like just a... And maybe your boy's soft and mushy, got a mashed potato body like I do. Come on, fam. That's so ridiculous. And then immediately I was Team Bucks when I heard that. I ain't gonna lie. Because before I was like, yeah, that's petty. That wasn't a hard foul. You know what I mean? Cool for Bobby Portis for having his teammates back. He, that's what, exactly what he did, what he's supposed to do. Good for him. Big fan of that. But it wasn't, at the end of the day, that, that, that Draymond Green did way worse the night before. That was nothing. That was just a hard NBA foul. That was 80s basketball is all that was, pimp. What are we doing, soft-ass 2023 NBA? But you know, Draymond's like, oh, but I can't do it. Like, no, nah, fam, you do it different. You do it different. You like Draymond Lambeer out in this bitch. Didn't nobody like that. But that 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 post game tunnel nonsense where it's like, well, my GM got elbowed and now he's got a bruised rib. He got a he tore his labia. Come on, fam. That's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh all right, rest of your headlines look like this. <laughs> that is being petty, Houdini. Absolutely. Um, LAPD was called. Yeah, yeah, in the Clippers Rockets thing for sure. Let's see. Mm, yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. What? I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Oh, uh, let's see. His eyes are like Mike Tomlin's, bro. Oh, we'll time your ass out. How dare you say anything about the coach god? What? What? Take that back right now? I swear to God, Terrence. On site, fam. On site. Uh, 
They said they have played three times in like two weeks. They play in the in-season Easter Championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's going to happen, but it's whatever. Um, the thing I don't get is he's trying to be sneaky about it, so his intention is tough to judge. Nah, it was just hard fouling. It's whatever. There's actually two game balls, and Giannis was butthurt because it wasn't the one they were playing with. Oh, no shit. Didn't know that. I bet Joel knows. Maybe Joel even talked about it on the radio. Uh, Sisko said, give the rookie an extra ball you have in the back, just like he's your younger brother and you have him, uh, and you have him the Nintendo controller that wasn't ever plugged in. See? Yeah. Here, here you go, rookie. Here you go, rookie. NBA is full of softies. Facts! Facts. I've always said NBA guys, NBA guys aren't looking for somebody to fight. They're looking for somebody to hold them back. That's, that's that's a fact. They're just like, hey, hey, I'm a whip. Hold me, bro, hold me back. What are you? You were just going to let me go? You were just going to let me go fight this man? Bro, I swear, you're childish, bro. You're childish. You're supposed to hold me back. What if I would have walked over there and he would have actually hit me, fam? Come on, man. That'd be me. I'd be like, go whip his ass. I will. You want me to? Yeah. You, you're not going to hold me back? No. Uh, Cisco said, like, I don't really care one way or another about Lee and Van, but if Barry is fired up, then I'm fired up. Respect, fam. Respect. What's up, Dre? Doctor's in the house. Rudy Rod said he's off today calling. Oh, I guess I could. God damn it, Terrence. Terrence had huge ass eyes. I swear to God. On site, fam. Uh, what's up, Rudy Rod? Good to see you, buddy. Sanitize my hands. So this is back the fuck up. All right, uh, back to your. We're gonna get through these damn sports headlines, and then we got to get to fantasy. Joe Flacco signed a one-year deal. Flacco, Flacco, big pimping now. Oh no, that Flacco is skinny. Gordo is is big. Okay, I mean, look, I married a Mexican wife. I don't speak Mexican. Okay. And all the Hispanic people watching with, oh, my God. Did he just say, I don't speak Mexican? Yes, he did. Ironically. Um, I think you can express yourself better if I don't hold you back. <laughs> Being all reasonable with him and shit. I feel like it would be more cathartic if you were able to go out there and express your anger. No, you're going to get my ass whooped. Uh, all right, your third headline of the day. Joe Flacco signed a one-year deal with the Browns. Jen, come on, girl. Let's celebrate. Joe freaking Flacco. Joe Flacco Flacco Flame. Let's go. I'm trying not to laugh out loud. <laughs> Man. Uh, excuse me, uh, Joe Elite Flacco. Uh, the Browns signed Flacco to a one-year deal Thursday. I mean, <laughs> Jen's like, I mean, damn. At this point, I'm good with it. I just, man, Jen, I feel so sorry for Browns fans. Browns fans and Jets fans. Just breaks my heart, man, the, the, the shit that you guys go through. 
clip. I don't speak Mexican. Clipped. What's the future? What's the Houston culture writer's Twitter? Send it. Full send. And I'll show you the before and after. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Flacco set to make $75,000 for each of the remaining four regular season games. If Cleveland makes the po- if Cleveland makes the postseason, he would also make 250k for a wild card win, 500k for a di- divisional round win, 1 million for an AFC championship game. It could happen. And 2 million for a Super Bowl win. Browns are 8 and 5, currently sit alone in the number 5 seed in the AFC playoff picture. Uh, on Sunday, Browns coach Kevin Stefanski said Flacco would remain the team's starting QB for the rest of the season. Damn. P.J. Walker and Dorian Thompson-Robinson getting shafted. Uh. <laughs> Fucking Cisco. Uh, Flip said, uh, Flip said, I don't speak Mexican clipped. What's the Houston Culture Writers Twitter? I'm going to send it to her. <laughs> Cisco's like, she's going to reply, me neither. (laughs) Uh, Waka flacco flacco. Exactly. What's up, Ian? Long time no see, buddy. Welcome in, homie. Welcome in. All right, your last sports headline. This is big news for Bama, by the way. I wouldn't have told you that when the season started. But Jalen Milrow returning to Alabama for his senior year. This is a guy who, towards the end of the season, started you started hearing rumblings about, should he be in the Heisman conversation? He's really turned it around. It'll be interesting to see what Milrow can do with a full year as what he is now versus what he was when the season started. He has figured something out. Either the coaching staff has fixed it, or he has fixed it, or they've all fixed it. But he's much better now than he was when the season started. So uh, he'll be returning for his senior year. We'll see if he gets uh, and wins the job. I suspect he's the favorite going in. But uh, good for Bama. In the, in the era of everyone losing their starting QB to the transfer portal, Bama keeps theirs. Got him to a playoff. Playoff? Can't hate on that. So good for them. Uh, his play in the Auburn game in the SEC championship, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no more SEC division next season. What? Did they get rid of the SEC divisions? No way. Did I miss that article? When did that come out? When did I? I never heard of this. Um... No more SEC divisions. Are you sure? 2024 SEC schedule. Uh, conference releases 2024 slate. Oh, that's right. That did come out <clears throat> 19 hours ago. Here, let's put it over here so we can we can take a look at it too. Not that you guys care about the SEC, even though the Aggies are going to win it all. <laughs> Tony, the answer said Milro returning next year is good news for Texas. <laughs> They're going with the actual top two in the conference. ACC is doing that too. I think Big Ten is too. Oh, so they're just going best records because they're tired of Michigan and Ohio State beating each other and then Purdue being the other team 
that gets to play in the conference championship. Okay. I dig that. Look, I dig that. I've been saying NBA needs to do that shit for a hot-ass minute. Screw all these stupid-ass divisions in the NBA. You got the Eastern Conference. You got the Western Conference. Dunskies. Top eight or in. Or ten if you're doing that bullshit. And forget all those stupid-ass divisions. You don't need division winners. Because it's just like the NFL. It's just like you keep the divisions for travel. Okay. But the fact that the fact that the NFC South gets a playoff representative is laughable. Absolutely laughable. And the fact that some, that they would have a higher seed than the Eagles or Cowboys or whoever wins that division. Come on, fam. Dumb. I get it from travel perspective. Also, it's 2023. All right. This isn't 1923 when they were like, well, we need to keep it regional because we drive a bus. Ah, damn all that. But it costs more. You're making billions. Shut up. You get 16 teams in the AFC, 16 teams in the NFC. Everybody plays each other once. And then you play other teams from the NFC and you're done. Right? Because you would play, you would have 15 games and then you would play two teams from the NFC. Everybody should play each other at least once in the in the uh, AFC, in the conference. Why not? But instead, they play their own divisional opponent twice. It's just it's just dumb. It's just dumb. <sighs> Total out. Somebody say Cowboys? Huh? <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right, here we go. Here's the article in the SEC. SEC releases 2024 conference football schedule schedule. Uh, I'm trying to be more British. <laughs> SEC has released the schedule, giving a full look at all competition. Look like down the first floor, Madden 16 team league. Uh, first year of an expanded 16 team league. Conference welcomes Texas and Oklahoma to the mix as the Longhorns and Sooners reunite with former Big 12 partners Mizzou and AM. Pair won't get much of a honeymoon before they're tested. Uh, Texas begins its SEC tenure at home against Mississippi State. Longhorns take on Georgia. Damn. Let's see the whole sketch. Where is it at? Show it to me. Here's Bama's. Let's see. Let's zoom me out. We'll go to 150 here. All right. Here's Bama's sketch. Oh, wow. Sucks they got to face Western Kentucky and South Florida. Hey, but good kudos to Bama for scheduling whiskey outside of conference. Okay. They got, damn, they got Georgia. Oh, Vanderbilt. Come on. Never in their life have they had to. Okay, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Tennessee, Missouri, LSU, Mercer, Oklahoma, and Auburn. So you're telling me there's a chance Aggies don't face Bama. Yay. There's Arkansas, nobody cares. There's Auburn, nobody cares. Florida, nobody cares. Georgia has Clemson. Okay, Tennessee Tech, Kentucky. Bama, Auburn, Miss State, Texas, Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee, UMass, and Georgia Tech. That's a pretty damn good schedule. Uh, Kentucky, nobody cares. LSU. Wow. LSU opens with USC. Tough game out of conference. Nichols. South Carolina. Then UCLA. Damn, LSU. South Alabama. Ole Miss, Arkansas, A&M, Bama, Florida, Vanderbilt, Oklahoma. Wow. So LSU's facing one, two, 
three, four, five. Yes, I counted A&M as a ranked team. Six, maybe seven, possibly eight. Could Arkansas be ranked? <laughs> okay. Uh, six, maybe seven ranked teams. That's a tough schedule for LSU, man. Wow. Uh, nobody cares about that. Missouri, Oklahoma. Any, any OU fans in the chat? Any OU fans in the chat? Any, 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 anybody? Speak now or forever hold your soonerdom. OU's got Temple in Houston. Oh, layups. Lames. Temple, Houston, Tulane. Oh, my God, Oklahoma. What are you taking off the training wheels? <laughs> Wallace said, oh, you, Mike. <laughs> hey, why don't you take off the training wheels, OU, and play a schedule like a real man. Well, man, what? Oh, I see what you did, Bleed Blue. God, I hate you. OU fans, speak up. The sooner, the better. Ah! Ha, ha, ha! Ah! Okay. Uh, oh, he's got Temple, Houston, Tulane, Tennessee, Auburn, Texas, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Maine, Missouri, Bama, and LSU. All right. That's a pretty decent schedule. Texas has Colorado State, Michigan. Damn. We're going to get a rematch of the national championship game. Did Barry just make a prediction? Uh, Colorado State, Michigan, UTSA, ULM, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, Georgia, Vanderbilt, Florida, Arkansas, A&M. The rivalry is back. I can't wait to lose. Oh, God. Ugh. Heck yeah. No, shut it up, Zach. Zach, thank you for the resub, buddy. Three months. Let's go. It's great to be a Florida Gator. I didn't know you were a Florida Gator. Let's run through it. Did I did I miss their schedule already? Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Did I miss Florida? I sure did. Oh, yeah, because Ian's a Florida Gator, too. My bad. My bad. Florida's schedule is Miami, Samford. Not to be confused with Stamford or Stanford. It's Samford and Son. They got A&M. Mississippi State, UCF, Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, and Florida State. That, my friends, is a tough-ass schedule. Damn, LSU plays, what, one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ranked teams, possibly? That's not good. That's not good at all. Damn, that's gonna be, that is a murderer's row. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, all right, Texas. Where we go? Oh, we did OU. Uh, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas. There you go. Colorado State, Michigan, UTSA, ULM. Okay, we already did all that. A&M. Oh, my God. Why? Why, fam? Why would you schedule Notre Dame? How much do you hate yourself? Notre Dame, McNeese State, Florida, Bowling Green, Arkansas, Missouri, Mississippi State, LSU, South Carolina, New Mexico State, Auburn, Texas. Oh, that's a that's a cakewalk. Oh, that is. That's the most mamby-pamby-ass SEC schedule I've ever seen in my whole life. Yo, that is. I mean, L-Dub. Mm, they'll probably lose to Florida. 
knowing their stupid asses. We'll call it an L, though. Or we'll call it a dub. Yeah, don't talk shit in. Uh, Bowling Green, Arkansas, Missouri. So they should be one, two, three, four. They should start the season five and one. Could go six and one. Six and two, seven and two, eight and two, nine and two, nine and three. Nine and three is the ceiling for the Aggies. How will they finish? Probably seven and five. Ah! All right, Vanderbilt, and there you go. Okay, so there's your SEC schedule. There you go. Good looking out. Texas A&M scheduled Notre Dame. Yeah, why? Why? So dumb. So dumb. All right, um, let's see. Mm, mm. Hey, right, right, quickly. Right, right, quickly. Zach, by the way, subscribe for three months, man. Much appreciated, sir. Um, right, right, fast. I do want to say thank you to everybody that sent in a thankful Thursday for the show. There are many, many, many ways uh, that you guys can support the show. <clears throat> Make sure that I can keep doing this show, especially if you enjoy the show. Uh, one of them is to subscribe to the Twitch channel. One of them is to uh, join the Patreon. And you get a ton of benefits from that, including comedy specials or comedy videos that I'll upload that maybe you didn't get to go see. Um, you get access to the Discord. There's tons of reasons why you should consider joining the Patreon. The Discord's probably the biggest one. So much fun on the Discord. Um, but another way that you guys support the show and have been doing forever, shout out to Keith Sager for coming up with the idea. Uh, but we used to call it $5 Friday. Keith Sager, every Friday, would just send 5 bucks and be like, it's long talk, baby. Let's go. Happy $5 Friday. And then it just took off from there. And carrying the mantle forward for Keith has been a plethora of wonderful people. Now, I didn't thank him last week because it came in during the show, and I always miss it because I never check my phone during the show. But I want to say thank you to Alex Villanueva for sending in a $10 thankful Thursday last week. And Shelby! Sent in. We hadn't seen our girl Shelpsters in forever. She sent in a $25 uh, Thankful Thursday last week. This week, PP Dubs was in early. I was actually up when he sent it, PP Dubs. Thank you for the $7 Thankful Thursday. Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna, sent in a $10 Thankful Thursday. She said, Happy Thankful Thursday. Sylvia, she sent in a $5 Happy BOD Thankful Thursday. Crystal, Cece, on the road in Buffalo. She said in a $5 Thankful Thursday, she said, from Buffalo, with love, go Cowboys, hashtag personal. Uh, if you don't know, you don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jen, God damn it, Jen, you work here. Thank you for the $5 Thankful Thursday. I love you, boo. And uh, truck driver Pookie, a $25, damn, somebody got a raise. Well, you got kids, you ain't supposed to be doing this. Thank you for the $25 Thankful, F-O-O-L, Thursday. Much love, homie, I appreciate that. But honestly, man, those are always appreciated. Um, I've always said this. If you if you think it's weird or you're like, why would I do that? Look, I was on ESPN Radio for a really long time. We had a really good thing going, and sponsors didn't want to sponsor for whatever reason, and they broke up the usual suspects because of it. And so Thankful Thursdays and Patreon and subscribing to the channel and bits is all of a way for you to take control so that we don't have to have sponsors. We can just do this show and have fun and have whatever the hell show we want. Can you watch for free? Absolutely. Absolutely. But does it help? Absolutely. Because daddy can't do this for free. Uh, so it does help me be able to earn a living doing this uh, as we try to grow this thing. So 
Tony said UT Aggies not on Thanksgiving is dumb. When is Thanksgiving next year? I thought it was November 30th. Is it that Thanksgiving? I mean, it was November 30. When is Thanksgiving? Oh. Yeah, it's on that Saturday. Thanksgiving is on the 28th. I thought maybe it was on the 3rd. Yeah, that is kind of dumb. If you're going to renew the rivalry, at least, at least. Yeah, that's stupid. I don't like that. I agree with you, Tony. Um, Yesterday I was watching Georgia high school football. Well. Okay, jackass. I know that Thanksgiving is on a Thursday, Rudy Rod and Chris. My point was. When was the 30th? Not when is Thanksgiving. I swear to God. What do I got? I got more work wives up in this bitch. Rudy Rod and Chris are now my work wife because that's some shit Nora would have done. Uh, what do you mean when is Thanksgiving? It's on a Thursday. No, I meant when is the 30th and in relation to Thanksgiving? Is the 30th on a Thursday be it? I want a divorce from both of you assholes. Uh, all right. Let's see, got that done, got that done. Bobby Portis, game ball, standings. We are in it. Make sure you wash the dishes. You don't worry about it. Some people don't. It's hilarious when people don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, you got to be dumb as fuck to not know Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. Like, for real, for real. You got to be dumb as shit. All right, here's what we're going to do, folks. Uh, really quick. Daddy needs a refill. We got about an hour left in the show. We're going to come back. With the Laminator 5000, we're going to take a look at week 15 in the NFL. All right? Week 15. What does it say? Deckheads helped me out in hard times. Now it's time to pay it forward. I, could, I couldn't upgrade my Patreon until I renew the year sub. I love you, buddy. I'll never call you pussy again. That's not true. I mean, once it's, once it's there, it's there. And then we love you for it. He gets mad, though. Dr. Pookie be like, okay, I've had enough of this pussy shit, especially in the Discord. Y'all gonna learn today. And then he goes out and gets rolled in fantasy. He's like, God damn it. I mean, you gotta even you gotta win your fantasy matchup to, to demand that people stop calling you truck driver pussy. I love you, buddy. Uh, all right, so we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I'm gonna refill uh, my Diet Coke. Uh, we're gonna sit on the corner and do some dope for a couple of minutes. I'm gonna pee. You know, you can go do your thing, smoke a joint. I don't know, smoke a cig, uh, poop, pee, whatever it is you do during the break. We're going to come back in literally two minutes, three minutes, so poop quick if you got to go. And then we're going to look at week 15 of the NFL season. We're going to get into the odds, and we're going to get into the games and talk about the matchups. There's some really good games coming up. I'm excited about it. Uh, probably going to miss most of it because I'll be driving or in Arkansas sucks but doesn't mean you can't enjoy it so we'll look at that we'll look at what the laminator 5000 says get your thoughts on the games and we still have to cover fantasy and i promise you we're gonna do that before we check out so all of that to come in the final hour of the show do not i repeat do not go anywhere this is barry on deck i am your host barry Labanek. folks stick around we're back right after this i got your bitch sitting down the goddamn corner doing Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. 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 
Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, I can see, I can see you left. I told you I'd be right back. God. Uh, I couldn't. What? Uh, fuck this. I'm leaving. You're leaving. All right. Uh, uh, levers get stitches. I don't, that's not how it goes. What's up, Zach? Zach stuck around. Mine as well ran ads. Really? I didn't run an ad. Usually I try to, I totally forgot. I usually do try to run an ad during the break, but no, I didn't run the ad. I promise you. Look, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the dashboard. Okay, look, watch. Look, 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 look. Look, Linda, Linda, listen. Linda, Linda, listen. Linda, look, Linda, listen. Oh, there's a laminated fuck. That was not already in the window. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as the kids, as the cool kids say. They don't say that. Uh, excuse me. Um, here is the Twitch window. Like, this is my Twitch control panel. You know what I mean? Like everything I see. Over here, you see all these ads? Watch. I'm going to run a 30-second ad right now. Just to prove my point. All right? You would see a number from where I ran the ad, right? Watch. Or it would show you, oh, you've ran an ad. You don't have to worry about it. Watch. 30-second ad coming in right now. Now, for those of you that have a sub to the channel, you're not going to see the ad because if you're subscribed to the channel, you don't get an ad. You just get ah programming. That's a beauty of being subscribed is if they do run an ad, you don't get it. You might get like a what they call a pre-roll ad when you come to the channel. They run a pre-roll ad, but I don't even know if you get those as a subscriber. Are any of you subscribers getting pre-roll ads? I don't know. I don't know if they you do or not. Let me know in the chat and uh, we can figure it out. So you see it said ad break in progress. The ad is complete. Um, and it will say Jim on sports is no pre-roll here. Yeah. See, so you guys don't get the pre-roll ads if you're subscribed, but over here on the righty, right, you see the, how it's, how it doesn't show. If I ran an ad during the break, it would show that it would, it, they would have been grayed out like it is right now. So no, I did not do that to you. Normally I would cause hell why not? It's a break, right? Mark said unsubscribed. What? Don and I both resubscribed last weekend and unsubscribed us. Really? I don't know why it does that. I've heard that happen a few times. I wish I had more control over that because I would try to fix that for you guys because obviously it affects me. 
Chris said, was that a vibrator page? Yeah. You know, daddy was getting him a little something for Christmas. You know, just doing what I do. No, it was the CBS. I just reopened the close tab. I don't know what it was. Some kind of ad, I guess they had up there. I don't know. Judge me. So what if it was? I like what I like. I don't know. Uh, the ads aren't even popping up yet. Of course, making me look bad. But no, it was the SEC football schedule that we just went through. Okay. All that said, let's get to the Laminator 5000. Uh, let's take a look at the matchups this week. Week 15 in the NFL. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I actually, actually, I think I could download. Hold on. Hold on, chat. I think I have music I can play in the background. How cool would that be? Let me find it real quick. Uh, I figured out a way to download Harris Heller's Stream Beats music, which is super dope, by the way. If you're a streamer, you do any of this stuff and you need background music, Stream Beats is the way to go. Uh, Harris Heller has a dope uh, thing called Stream Beats. I could find it. Let me damn it. Stream beats. There we go. Lifestyle arcade legend cracked dreams. Assassin bounce logic. Midnight ignition. I don't know. This is all Christmas. Lo-fi. A very lo-fi Christmas. No, that doesn't sound good. Uh, I don't know what this is. High at the planet. Oh, fuck it. Let's do it. I don't know what this is, but it'll be music, right? It'll be music. Okay, so um, almost closed my Twitch window. Okay, let's do the NFL, and now, hopefully, Daddy will have some music in the background. I just got to unzip it. My bad. My bad, fam. Just give me one second, shit. I ain't got no I ain't got no fancy producer to do this on the fly. Here we go. Copy. Perry on deck. Assets. Audio. New stream beats. Oh shit. That's the wrong thing. Here we go. Paste. Okay. Cool. And I'll uh, I'll copy that over and paste it. So here we go. Here's the matchups. Uh week 15. Chargers are on the road. Um, here, I'm just going to start copying them in. Chargers on the road in Las Vegas. Believe it or not. Now, remember, Justin Herbert done for the year. He got an he got a, a injured finger. And maybe it was when he, it happened when he was giving that to his coaching staff and fans. I don't know. Uh, but he injured his finger. And he is now done for the year. So you get what you get when it comes to the Chargers. And so the Raiders, the Raiders, Raiders are actually, let's see. Well, that's good football music right there. We 
can't get no music. We've done 15 goddamn weeks and three years of shows without music. We can make it another goddamn week. I thought I downloaded a bunch of dope-ass, like, I don't know, trap beats, but apparently not. I downloaded a goddamn R&B Christmas album. <laughs> Christmas Sam Houston said, vibrator, web pages, and mood music. Barry will be in hot tub next week. Well... I am taking off the week of Christmas, by the way. I don't know if I announced it. Uh, no, don't don't be. Oh, hell yeah. This ain't sexy time. Lord, Cherry said, came in right on time. And truck driver Pookie is coming. All right. Do we have boner jams going on here? Yes. Yes, we do. And Ian is uncomfortable. Mission accomplished. Um, what the hell was I going to tell you? Oh, hell. <laughs> Jamal's basement is damp. Not flooded, but damp. Oh, wouldn't that be weird? I thought that was a D'Angelo jam. Brown sugar thing. <laughs> I want some of your brown sugar. Definitely can't sing. Uh, what's up, Flimsy Chair? Good to see you. Okay, here we go. Chargers on the road. Vegas favored uh, by three in this one. And um, we think the Chargers at full strength. Hard drop! Buddy! Thank you for the 35 bitties. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Blee Blue said, okay, let's make some money. Hell yeah. All right. So now take this into account here, right? Chargers are a three-point dog on the road against Vegas. But the spreadsheet says they should outscore Vegas 20 to 18. Well, that was having Justin Herbert. No, I don't change the spreadsheet. Uh, We go with what we get. It's just formulas, so it doesn't take into account injuries or weather or anything else, right? So that's why I also do my picks, and then we talk about it. I'm going to go ahead and take Vegas in this just because I don't know what this Chargers team is going to be without Justin Herbert. Look how bad they've been with him. This could get ugly against a not good Vegas team right now either. Uh, so, yeah, I'll I'll take Vegas and give the three because if the Chargers were only scoring 20 with Justin Herbert, they might not get to 17 without him. Now, we think that Vegas scores only 18, but with a worse offense for the Chargers, that means that uh, they're on defense more, more scoring opportunities for the Raiders. So I think that that number could go up. Uh, So I think you could actually flip these numbers. Maybe expect Vegas to score 20 and the Chargers to score 18, 17, something like that. Uh, and then that was where that three comes in. And so uh, I'm going to go there. Over under net game is uh, set at 34 and a half again. Can't trust the Chargers offense. That is a paltry over under, by the way. 34 and a half. Yeesh. 
We estimated at 39.4, and they're saying take the over. And and I think I'll stick with that simply because, hey, look, if you're flipping them, you're flipping them. Still the total points there. Uh, Minnesota on the road to Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by three. Um, do I need to – can you all see that? Is that viewable? That is awfully small uh, on the screen. Let me see here. Uh, it's close. I mean, look, now would be a good time to go horizontal, right? Now would be a good time to go horizontal. Flimsy Cherry said Jets-Texans was 33 and a half last week. Zero in the first half and still hit. Yeah, that's wild, right? Uh, Minnesota on the road facing Cincinnati. Uh, the Natty favored by three. Uh, Minnesota should put up 21, gives them 24. Cincy should put up about 20, although that number is skewed a little bit because that would include Joey uh, Cool. Um, in this, the spreadsheet says they're rocking with Minnesota. They're going to take the points, and with that, they would outscore Cincy. I like it. I do. I like it. I know it's a road game, but I like it. Give me many, and I'll take the three. Um, yeah, I know Browning looked good. Uh, and, well, who is who is uh, under center from many now? Why am I forgetting who it is? Oh, Josh Dobbs. Is that right? Isn't it Dobbs now? Oh, that changes things. I don't know why I keep forgetting about. Oh, shit. That's right. No Justin Jefferson either. Joshua Dobbs, no Justin Jefferson. Browning playing pretty good. Oh, it's Mullins? Jesus Christ. What have I not been paying attention to Minnesota for? Oh, Jesus. No. You guys talked me out of that. Give me Cincy. No Jefferson and Nick Mullins. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess I should go look at all the damn injuries. I haven't even kept up with who's done what. I have a last week injury reports. Um, well, stuff from Monday morning, but I haven't looked all week at the injuries. Let me see. Is there something that gives you like, uh, oh, Zach said Jefferson is supposed to play. See, that's the thing. I just, you don't know. Let me see. I wish there was just like an injury report. Uh, I wonder if football guys emailed me something. They usually send out good info. Let's go for fantasy purposes. Not dildo fantasy either, Chris. Everyone is dead. <laughs> Jim, everyone dead. Minnesota rolling out the mass unit. Yeah, like the Texans. Uh, okay, let's see. Where's my football guy's emails? Houston Improv, John Collision, Stripe Session, Athletic, Athletic, Updates. Here we go. Joe Bryant, rushing matchups, passing matchups. Uh, news and notes from Wednesday, early rankings. Let's see. News and notes. Keenan Allen to miss week 15. C.J. Stroud not practicing. Justin Jefferson plans to play. Oh, well, let's just roll with this. We'll take a gander at this then first. So Justin Jefferson plans to play. Bill Belichick reportedly out after the season. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get to that this week. Uh, Dobbs, I thought it was our favor after Charlie Villanueva. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, Noah Brown not practicing. Nico Collins sitting Wednesday. Great. The Texans speaking of mash units. 
Uh, Trevor Lawrence to practice fully. DJ Moore misses practice. Devin Duvernay placed on IR. Uh, Raheem Mostert not on the field for Miami. Uh, Adam Thielen rests for Carolina. Like, that matters. Uh, where else? Tajay Spears making them miss. Okay. Odell Beckham listed as limited. Dalton Kincaid limited. Jake Browning incredibly precise. Najee Harris returns to practice. Brian Robinson, a DMP Wednesday. Jonathan Taylor remains sidelined. DJ Moore showing off great hands in 2023. And Ezekiel Elliott open to returning in 2024. Even without Bill Belly, huh? Okay. Uh, so there's just some news and notes. Keenan Allen to miss week 15 for the Chargers. So there you go. Excuse me. No Tom Brady. Brady was the Patriots. Facts, 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 facts. Go Bengals. All right, so there you go. I was just reading Donna's thing, by the way. People are probably just randomly like, why do you yell that out? Uh, let me close all these windows. Bogging down my system, as the kids call it. All right, so here we go. Yeah, definitely changing my mind there. Pittsburgh and Indy still know Jonathan Taylor. We saw that. Let's look at the others here. Najee Harris returning to practice. Any other important news there? Nah. All right, so Pittsburgh favored. Oh, sorry, Indy favored by one and a half. We think they should be uh, favored by about one and a half. Yeah, that's what this variance is. We predict it to be a one-point game. Vegas says one and a half. So that's when you see these variances like this. If you see it highlighted, that means our number in Vegas's number isn't jiving, so somebody's going to miss. Possibly. So if you see a big number like that, I try to highlight anything three or higher. Uh, as far as the variance goes, this is pretty close. Um, that's like two and four and a half. So not quite three points, but um, but Pittsburgh Indy. Pittsburgh getting a point and a half. Man, I'm rocking Indy on this. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Give me Indy over there. Uh, Detroit favored over Denver at home by four and a half. Denver's been playing really, really well. You've got to change your attitude on Denver. They are better than they were at the beginning of the season. This is not last year's Broncos team anymore. They look better. They're playing better. Uh, and they have a legitimate chance to win this game outright. Our spreadsheet says that Detroit's about two points better than Denver, which means Denver's getting four and a half. So you know what? Mm, yeah. Give me Denver. I think Detroit wins the game. They should win the game. I picked them to win the game. But I think Denver can cover that for sure. Won't surprise me if they win, though. Uh, Chicago on the road in Cleveland. Cleveland favored by three. And we could check here. Do we got any updates over Chicago? DJ Moore missed practice. And uh, no Cleveland updates, at least not in this thing here. So, um, what was that? DJ Moore showing off great hands, but he did miss practice. That's going to that's gonna be pretty important. Justin Fields has been playing a lot better. A lot of people are like, wow, he's really making the Bears think about if they should keep him. Or no, he's not. No, he's not. Feels like a trap on Detroit. Yeah, a lot of people are saying Dan Campbell, they don't have their mojo that they had at the beginning of the year. I don't know if that's true or not. But I just, it's to me, it's less about Detroit right now and more about Denver in that particular game. Uh, Chicago and Cleveland, we saw... We saw Joe Flacco return to greatness. 
Uh, but it's still Chicago and Justin Fields. And you know what? It's still Cleveland's defense. And I think Cleveland's defense has enough to limit the damn. They're never going to stop Justin Fields from running all over the place. But I think that they can, in many ways, limit the damage. I think they trust their secondary. Obviously, their pass rush is, pass rush is elite. And so they know they don't have to worry about Chicago's passing game. So to me, it's more of a, hey, let's load up the box, spy fields, set the edges, and don't lose the edges. You should be in good shape. I think that's every week you play Chicago. Uh, but if anybody could do it, if any defense could do it, it's that one. That being said, Cleveland favored by three. We think even with the three points, it's pretty close, 23.8 to 23. That means that we that the spreadsheet says with the, with the points, Chicago uh, wins 24-23. I just don't think that's the case on the road in Cleveland. Uh, DJ Moore may or may not play. I don't know, but nonetheless, I'm going with Flacco. Flacco, uh, Flacco, Flame, and the, uh, and the Browns. Tampa Bay on the road is the Battle of the Bays. Tampa Bay making the trek up north to Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay favored by three and a half. Which Flacco, uh, which uh, you a big Flacco fan, Jim on sports. By the way, Jim, are you going to be streaming today? I'll, I'll raid you if you are. If you're going to do a show, I'll raid you when this bad boy is over with. Just let me know in the chat. Um... Who's showing up? That's the problem. Green Bay kind of wishy-washy this year. Which Jordan Love do you get? Tampa Bay? Which 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 Bucks team is showing up? Man. This is a tough one to pick. Uh Green Bay favored by three and a half. I don't like giving the Bucks three and a half points if I'm Green Bay. It's already pretty close. Uh but do the Bucks go up? What's the weather like in this one? And let's check the uh let me let me go over here and pull up the Tampa Bay, Tampa Green Bay unbettable. I would agree with that. I mean, I'm, by the way, you shouldn't bet on all of these. I'm just giving you what the spreadsheet formula says. And then um, you know, some thoughts on them. So don't 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 mistake this as me telling you to bet on all these games. Unless you're in Vegas right now. And then you should risk everything. Just kidding. Don't do that. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. All right, schedule in Green Bay. Let's see. Noon kick. I think we already looked at this, right? Noon kick, 34 degrees at game time. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool and cloudy. CC! What's up, CC? Love you, boo-boo. Did you make it to Buffalo okay? I take it. I take it. You did. <laughs> Blee Blue said, don't do what? Okay. <laughs> uh, I hope you did. Uh, safe travels if not, CC. Love you, girl. Um, so, yeah, I don't see anything over here in Tampa Bay, Green Bay related. So, let's just go back to it. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm sticking with Green Bay at home. At home. Packers have been playing okay. I, I just don't know what to make of this team, right? They had a run of four losses in a row. Packers had lost to Detroit, Vegas, Denver, and Minnesota. Right there, you see it. They had just had this. They started two and one. And remember, everybody's like, Jordan Love, Aaron who? What, what, what? Zach's mad. Boo! Well, Zach, I mean, we did it yesterday. Remember, I went through the whole thing. I picked 
the Bucks to go two and two down the stretch, and this was one of their losses. I'd look pretty silly if I went back on that now. But yeah, I don't know where the Packers are, right? So they go two and one, and then they lose four in a row, and then they go one and one, and then they win three in a row. And now they're back to losing to the Giants, who they had no business losing to. But you got, hey, Danny DeVito, eh? That's already on my goddamn nerves. Expect another rant next week. Can we fucking get over Danny DeVito? I know it's Tommy. Don't correct me. Okay, don't. Tommy Cutlets. Hey! You, hey, yo! Why you sacking my boy DeVito, eh? Hey! Put some cement shoes on him and throw him in the river, eh? I mean, at least I don't get annoyed easy. <laughs> I forget Jim's a Giants fan. Ugh. All right, so I'm going to go Green Bay in this one, but it's hard to tell. And, hell, we can go. Let's look at the Bucks last couple. I used to track this. Uh, see, the uh, Bucks definitely do it more, more losing than winning, but so is Green Bay. But theirs has just been kind of spread out. They just end up stopping a losing streak and then starting another one. And look, beating Carolina and Atlanta, man, that ain't doing much. Chris Mina said that's more Christopher Mina said that's more of a Pittsburgh accent you had. Well, you know I don't do good accents. You know that. You're just man, you know what, Mina? Just be happy it didn't devolve into an Australian accent like every other accent I do does. I'm be doing a southern. Oh my lord, baby! I don't know what. How going? Shrimp on the barbie? Like what? How'd you get from that to this? All right, I'm going Green Bay. Shut up, suck it, nerd. Uh, Houston and Tennessee. Dun, 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 dun. Tennessee favored by three. Not enough. I'm gonna tell you right now. Not enough. Not enough. No C.J. Stroud. You got Neckman out there throwing wild-ass, ridiculous passes. Plus, you got a team without the passing leader in the NFL, or was, up until last week. No, no NFL passing leader. No rookie phenom receiver. No Nico Collins breakout receiver. No Dalton Schultz, possibly. Defense front seven's getting kind of banged up. And, oh, by the way, you ain't going to be able to pass the ball. Guess what? You haven't been able to run the ball all damn year. No thanks. Sorry. So Dallas says, is this the love you not bowl? Oh, my God. And that's the worst part about it. Okay? That's the worst part about it. Let's just get to the pick first. Tennessee favored by three. The spreadsheet says the Texans normally, a normal Texans offense and defense healthy like they've been all year-ish would outscore Tennessee 22-20. to 20. And they would probably be the favorite going into this too, all things considered. But right now, Tennessee's favored by three. I like it. Give me Tennessee. I'll give the three. I don't think the Texans offense is going to do diddly squat. That being said... Let me just say to the Titans organization, every member of the organization, every Titans member from the, the owner all the way down to the, the, the person taking tickets at the parking lot, every player, 
every manager, whoever's in charge of mixing Gatorade for the sidelines. I hope every, I hope every single one of you get absolutely nothing for Christmas. I hope you all get a flat tire on your car, not driving, you know, parked safely somewhere, but I hope you all have the inconvenience of having to change a tire in the cold in Tennessee and, 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 I mean, I'm not going to wish a venereal disease on everybody, so I won't say I hope you all get the clap, but it wouldn't hurt my feelings if a few of you got a fever blister. Okay, I'm just going to say, I'll just put it out there. It's fucking disgusting. All right, this whole love you blue uniform thing where they're like, this is our culture. Oh, wow, great. So now the Tennessee Titans are the Leah Van of the fucking NFL, right? All of a sudden, it's your culture. You know what they're doing? By the way, let me tell you something. This is disgusting. They're adding Billy White Shoes Johnson to the Tennessee Titans Ring of Honor. What? You don't even know who the fuck that is, Tennessee. Nashville has no idea who the fuck Billy White Shoes Johnson is. No clue. Not a single solitary clue who this man is. But they're going to add him to the Ring of Honor. It's disgusting. You should have done that shit like my boy Jerome Solomon said on Football Saturday, which you could watch this weekend on CW39. Should have done that shit two years after he retired, Bud Adams, who's now passed away, so he can't hear this. I don't know. He might be watching. Probably not. It's gross. It's stupid. It's dumb. This is like the Baltimore Ravens honoring Johnny Unitas. What? No one in Baltimore gives a single solitary shit. A single solitary shit about Johnny Unitas. And no one in Tennessee or Nashville gives a single solitary shit about Billy White Shoes Johnson. Who, by the way, greatest, greatest touchdown celebration of all time. You know what? I hope, I swear to God, here's what I hope. If there's, you know what I want for Christmas? I'll tell you guys what I want for Christmas. You know what I want for Christmas? I want Billy White Shoes Johnson to walk out in the middle of the field in Tennessee when he's being inducted into the Ring of Honor, and I want them to be like, Billy, welcome. Do the dance for us. And he goes, fuck you guys, and walks off. And pulls off his goddamn shirt, and it says Houston Oilers on it. And then he gives him the Stone Cold Steve Austin, cracks two beers, and fucking exits the stadium. Oh! That's my Christmas present. Who's getting that for me? I blacked out. What happened? What happened? the hell is this what is this billy six shooter johnson what's amazing have you have a ring of honor with zero rings that's not that ring of honor <laughs> it's the texans versus millie vanilli it's not bad that's not bad <laughs> barry how do you really feel i don't know i felt like a blacked out for a second is everybody okay all right uh back to 
Back to the laminator fight. Earl Campbell will honor your sausage. Oh, we honor your sausage. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's hard. It's so hard, Perry. It's so. That's why when I do these rants on radio, they they don't feel as authentic. Okay. They just they just don't. Uh, all right, Miami on the road. Are they on the road? Uh, who is I? Let's see. Uh, Miami's favored by eight and a half at home. Okay. Yeah, New York on the road. Miami at home favored by eight and a half over the Jets. Ring it up. I'll take it. Although, look, we saw what the Jets defense did to a really good Houston pass team. Um, I feel like, though, Miami kind of has something to prove. Oh, that's right. Yeah, whatever it was. They they moved from Baltimore to Indy or Indy to Baltimore. I don't remember. United was a cult when they were a, the Baltimore Colts. And then they moved to Indy. That's right. I don't fucking remember. I don't know, man. I'm too old. Can't keep up with all this shit. Uh, give me Miami, though. If the Jets are eight and a half point dogs, I'll take Miami in that one. I really feel like the Dolphins have a lot to prove. They're a bit angry. Um, and who better to take that out on than uh, the Jets? Won't surprise me, though. Barry, have you had a pedicure lately? <laughs> Hashtag Lonnie. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. Ever. I did go, when he, when we got done with that episode, though, that night, me and Nora watching TV, and I, I went and got the file and filed my toenails and my heels, smoothed them out. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, it's a long story. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that is true, Alex. Hillbilly Bob and Sexton 600 of the Titans came to be like, who in the hell is Billy White Shoes Johnson? Why has it got to be White Shoes Johnson, huh? That's racist. Wallace said, you need to get you some supple toes. Bro, don't nobody give a shit about my supple toes. Nora don't. All right, uh, Casey in New England. <laughs> this is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, do you guys realize that, right? This is going to be a bloodbath. Casey is so angry. So angry. Belichick's checked out. He don't give a shit. Uh, spread is eight. Casey on the road, an eight-point favorite on the road. New England, it says, would put up 15 in this. Casey should put up 21. New England should cover. Um, I don't think they keep it that respectable, though. I'm going to take Casey. All right, here we go. Gobble the goo on the road facing the Saints. Mm. Spreadsheet says this was going to be close. All right. Giants should put up 17. Saints should score about 23. Spread is six. So we're dead ass on. Remember that variance I told you about? Look at that. Look at that. Nailed it. We are dead ass on with that. <laughs> Shut up, Total Dallas. Uh, I'm going to go New Orleans at home, right? Yeah. Good luck, Danny DeVito weirdo give me the saints give me the saints i can already tell you right now i don't give a shit who's home and road give me atlanta i'll take atlanta over carolina that's what the spreadsheet's going to carolina should put up about 18 they're getting three that gives them 21 
Atlanta should put up about 23. Dunskies. Washington is a six and a half point dog against the Rams. Yo, the Rams don't get timed out. I know uh, uh, the Rams. I think everybody's been sleeping on the Rams offense for show. Uh, this is pretty close. We got a one point variant in this. We say final scores 27, 21 ish, which would mean that hook that half a point matters. Mm, man, who's the home team? That'll help me figure out who's covering here. Rams at home? Well, that ain't much of a home field advantage. Uh, I'm going to go Rams to cover. Uh, Arizona at home facing San Fran. Go ahead and give me the Niners. I don't even need to talk about it. Just give me the Niners. Dunskies. Dallas and Buffalo. Yo, this is going to be a fun, fun game. And by the way, People out here talking about, man, if Buffalo wins this, Josh Allen could be the front runner for the MVP. For God's sakes. Okay? You can't keep changing that narrative every week. Four weeks ago, four weeks ago, or five weeks ago, four or five weeks ago, whatever it was, four or five weeks ago, Jalen Hurts, front runner for the MVP. It's over. And then Philly stumbles. And then they're like, oh, Brock Purdy could be the MVP, maybe. Look at, look at San Fran. If Dallas beats Philly, Dak Prescott. And now they're like, Buffalo beats Dallas, Josh Allen. Can we just let it happen? I understand we all need stuff to talk about. I get it. It's part of my job, too. But you don't see me just making up narratives week over week just because I need to fill some time. Stupid. I swear to God, if Josh Allen ends up winning the MVP now, I'm going to be Dallas should score about 25 and a half-ish. So we'll call it, man, we'll call it 25, 26. It says Buffalo puts up about 22 in this game. So Dallas should outscore Buffalo straight up. And then you're giving the Cowboys another two? Mm, Yes, please. I'll take Dallas in this one. I put Dak. Same thing. All right, Baltimore's a three-point favorite over Jacksonville on the road. Uh, Even with the three, Jacksonville doesn't cover. I like that. Give me Baltimore. I picked them straight up, and I think they cover two. And lastly, Philly and Seattle. This is going to be a really good game, I think. Um, Seattle at home, 12th man, Legion of Boom. Woo-woo. Fly, fly. Seahawks. Whatever they do. Um... This should be about, what, 24, 23, 25, 23 is what the spreadsheet says. Oh, I don't even have this shit up. That's my bad, yo. I know the visual helps. There you go. There's there's my bad. There's my bad. I don't know how long I've been talking without the shit on the screen, but there we went. Rams over Washington, or Rams to cover, San Fran to cover, Dallas to cover, Baltimore to cover, and then the last one. This is a little more difficult. Philly is struggling, kind of down in the dumps. They're a four-point favorite, but they're traveling East Coast to West Coast, which isn't a body clock game. John Wesling's favorite. Um, but Seattle's at home and kind of getting disrespected. Philly, I think, is trying to get out of a slump. It, it, I don't know, man. I, I think possibly Seattle covers, but I think Philly might still win the game. So I'm going to go Seattle to cover. 
But I mean, yeah, you could convince me, and and yes, I could uh, easily see Philly winning the game. So there you go. There's your uh, there's your picks from um, the Laminator Five Thousand this week. If any of these that you think you should bet, um, I really like Tennessee given three against Houston a lot. There's that variance, right? I really like Tennessee giving uh, giving up three. Let's see what else. There was one. Uh, see, these other ones where you'll see the favorite is is uh, predicted to score more points than or the, the, the underdog is predicted to score more points than the favorite. Like Dallas. Dallas could put up 26 against Buffalo. And Buffalo scores 22, 23. And you're giving Dallas points. I really like that. That's also a variance bet. I really like that. In fact, I might go do that. I'm going to do that right now. Let's see. Uh, oh, you're the man, Chris. Christian Gary, thank you, brother. He said, hey, Barry, wanted to remind you. Being the TV geek I am. Football Saturday airing on CW39 this week at 3.30 after LaSalle, Miami, and Georgetown, Notre Dame. Nice. I appreciate that, fam. Yeah, y'all make sure you tune in. Uh, it's our last football Saturday ever. But then we got a new show coming starting uh, January 6th. It'll be, it'll be Sports Saturday. And we've got a permanent time slot now. 9.30 every Saturday, CW39, Sports Saturday, me, Jerome Solomon, and Giselle Strong. Uh, okay. What was I? Oh, I was going to go to Bovada and bet them cowboys. We them boys! Put my, I'm putting my money where my mouthy mouth is. Uh, all right, here we go. I only got 89 bucks left in my account. I'm a broke dick, some of a bitch. Yes, Donald, we're going to do fantasy next. I promise. We're going to get right to it. Let me make this, uh, let me get this Cowboys bet in. Foosball. And uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are they at? Oh, where they, there's the Texans. Uh, Titans. Cowboys. There we go. Cowboys Bills. Uh, let's see. Give me that two. Dallas Cowboys plus two. I don't need to buy points. I don't wager a lot. I just do a little. We'll put five on it. I got five on it. All right, five bucks to win 455. It's a racket, folks. It's a racket. Any others we like? Um, any underdogs that we think will outright outscore the favorite before getting points Texans, but that's not true. That's a fallacy in the numbers. That's a flaw in the system, Minnesota. But we also know that's not true because Justin Jefferson's iffy and yeah. Okay. So we're, we're, yeah, I'm good there. What was this? Oh, Chargers were, we thought would outscore Raiders, but with the Raiders, but yeah, there's no Justin Herbert now. So I'm staying away from that. So I'm good there. I tell you what though, if you're looking for the record of what the spreadsheet has done, cause you're like, ah, yeah, you do all this, but how good is it? How good are you? Well, I'll show you the records right now. Uh, spreadsheets hitting at about 54%. Last week that it went nine, five and one the week before eight and five. 
It did have a shitty week 12, uh, and everyone had a shitty week 7. But every other week, though, man, spreadsheet's been kind of popping. 8 and 5, 9 and 5, those are winners. 10 and 4, winner. Mm, not a great week 10, but not awful. Uh, week 6 was a winner. Week 5 was a winner. Week 4. So spreadsheet hit at about 54%. 53 is really good. Love you, CC. Go, boys. That's not. That sounded super weird. I'm not doing good. I'm hitting it 49.5%, my worst percentage ever. Over-unders are hitting at 63. So if you just were looking for something to, to easy money bet all the way down and take your chances, look at that. Spreadsheet's gone 13-3, and 11-3, and 12-2. and two. That bad week that everybody ate a dick, 5-6, and six, and then a 5-9, and nine, but bounce back. 8-6, 7-9, 8-5, 11-4 and last week. So, so there you go. And then remember I showed you those variances. Against the spread, the variances are hitting at about 53%, which is really good. And uh, over-unders, variances are hitting at 62.5%. Uh, let's, do a, let's do an example. Let's do. Let's see. Let's go back to... Uh, week 15 let's bet all let's bet a buck just a buck on all the variances for the over-unders and see how we do how many is that one two three four five variances uh oh six one two three four five six so the vegas game cleveland tennessee miami atlanta and san francisco i'll do that i'm not gonna do it now because it's gonna waste a bunch of time but i'm gonna go throw a buck on all those and see how we do. Because had we been doing that all year, we've been making a little cash on the side. All right. Now, we're not going to do that because we got to talk fantasy. All right. We know, as you guys know, you've got, um, we got the Barry on Deck Pick'em Pool where uh, Jen had the brilliant, and I mean masterfully brilliant idea, as she so often does. To let you guys bet on different games going on in Barry on Deck Fantasy Leagues. One, it gives you some skin in the game because we do talk about all the winners and losers in the fantasy game. You didn't even have to be on Patreon or playing in fantasy to get in on this. You just had to throw up 20 bucks. I should say put up 20 bucks. Throw up 20 bucks makes it sound like and then 20 bucks came out. But you put up 20 bucks and then you just pick a winner each week from our matchup that we randomly select. Uh, here's what it looks like so far. Mark G, baby, let's go. Mark G has won 11. Uh, or he has 11 points, I should say. 11 points. Uh, you get a point for every correct pick. Okay. Mark G has 11 points. Uh, Lil Uzi and Don are tied for second at 10, followed by Alex Villanueva, Sylvia KD, who came in two weeks late and is still in the hunt. Jared Taylor, Titan Hugo, and myself are at seven points. Josh, Robert, and Jeff Bell bringing up the rears because they're into that stuff. So right now, as it stands, the total prize pool is $89. First place would get $67. Second place would get $22. So you're making money. You put in $20, you get back $22. That's making money, baby. And not to mention, for every pick that you get right, you don't lose a dollar. The way we did it is... Every wrong pick, a dollar goes in the player pool. But every pick you get right, you keep that dollar. So Mark G has gotten 11 picks right. So not only would he keep 11 of his 20 bucks, he would add 67 to it. Not bad. 
Not bad at all. So fun times, good times. There you go. Now, there is some things we got to get cleaned up. I don't have one week right now because I think you guys, it was kind of when we were transitioning. Uh, Jen was GTSS going through some shit, and I think you guys had emailed her your picks, but I don't have those. So Jen and I just need to get together uh, and clean up the spreadsheet. There's also a couple of you that have not, I repeat, have not, uh, did not make picks, and I don't know if I missed them or not. Now, Donna sent me one, so we got to clean up week eight. We don't have anything. But some of you I don't have picks for. Uh, we didn't do a matchup in week 10, but we doubled up in week 11, and those matchups were uh, Jen versus Black Sheep and me versus Jenny's mom. And the winners were Sheep and Jenny's mom. Some of you didn't send in your picks, and those some of yous were Robert likes beer, Jeff Bell, and, and Josh, 713 Hooligan. And then the following week, same thing. Robert likes beer, Jeff Bell, and Josh didn't send in a pick, nor did KD and Alex Villanueva. So, Alex, if you sent it and I missed it, maybe, like Donna had said it in the chat, but I missed it, but she found the chat record and sent that over. So, there you go. No worries, Jeff. Hey, man, if you forgot, you forgot. No worries, homie. We'll just uh, put a dash. And a dash and a dash, so at least I know. Uh, and then, yeah, so same thing, week 13, Jared Taylor didn't get it in, and then story of his life. Then Titan Hugo, Robert, Jeff Bell, and Josh didn't get their picks in. Uh, and then last week, who missed last week? Uh, Titan Hugo, Robert, and Josh. Didn't get their picks in. So if you made, if you're watching and you did make those picks, then just shoot me the uh, screenshot and I'll get it added and we'll get the numbers updated because you'll get credit if you got it right. And uh, if not, yeah, so far you've lost those points for now. Um, so there you go. That's what that looks like. Now uh, on to our playoff matchups. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yep, the Barry on Deck fantasy football matchups are upon us. I'll check my messages for week eight. Thank you, Jen. I was going to message you, and then I keep fucking forgetting, and I was like, yeah, we got time. We can knock that out before the end of the season. Um, here you go. Barry on deck, League One. Total Dallas was the number one seed in the playoffs. Ended up with 1,902 points. He'll be facing off against the number four seed, Sylvia. Now, y'all done fucked around and led Sylvia into the playoffs, and I'm telling you, that is to your detriment, Okay. Just mark my words. She limped in seven and seven, a paltry 1,600 points, but she's going up against Total Dallas, who has a juggernaut of a team. But watch out. Uh, the other matchup in the Barry on Deck League One playoffs is Matt Poche and his Cows on Parade team versus the Real Real. Lisa. Lisa running on empty. Uh, both of them put up around the same amount of points, but. I mean, the clear odds on best team in this league, hands down, was Total Dallas. By far. All right. See how it goes. But that is League One uh, and the matchups in the playoffs. Now, I want to remind you something, everybody. Remember now, the playoffs are not one week. It is two weeks per round. So the matchups will be like this for this week. And next week, and the combined points from this week and next week will determine who advances to the league championship round, which is also two weeks long. So those championship matchups will last for the final two weeks of the regular season. And the total points from that 
will be the ultimate winner of each league. Okay, so keep that in mind uh, when we get down to it. All right, League Two. Uh huh. Jenny's mom. Jenny's mom ended up with a record of ten and four. Let me see how these look on screen. Okay, not too bad. I could probably clean up the numbers a little bit. I think it's too much blue. Uh, Jenny's mom ended up with a record of ten and four. Uh, where else? She's taking on Clarence, who was fourth in the league at um nine and five, and he had sixteen hundred points. Uh, Dandy Dan ended up with actually having more points than Jenny's mom, but didn't have a better record. He had finished at nine and five, and then KD was the third seed who also finished at nine and five. So there's your two matchups in Barry on Deck League Two. League Three. Barry on Deck League Three. Black Sheep. 1,882 points. That is a lot. Now, again, Total Dallas so far has the most of any team in the playoffs with 1902. But Black Sheep is close behind with 1882. He finished 11 and 3, number one seed in League Three. He's taking on Jesus. Good luck with that. He's facing here for you to hate, uh, my boy Jesus, uh, nine and five. And then in the other game, Throbby's Thrashers, Heartthrob, Heartthrob Rob, Philip Barnard, Throbby, Throbby, Throb, Throb. He's got an 8,000 name. Heartthrob finished 10 and four. Uh, he'll be taking on Rich O'Toole, who surprised me. There was a time and a place in this league when Rich O'Toole looked like the laughing stop. Stop? Laughing stock. Okay. I know words. But Rich makes it into the playoffs at 9-5. and five. Our only celebrity player that made the playoffs. Well done, Rich O'Toole. Uh, I'm about to sneak in the playoffs. Okay. That's not. They're, you're. Nope. Nope. Um, what a crappy league three, 11 and three. I know. I know. Uh, all right. And then league of four. Uh, the pores have it. CC. CC finishes 10 and four. And in the playoffs, number one seed, best record in the league. Got outscored by two teams, two lower seeds. But that don't matter. That don't matter. It's head to head, okay? Uh, CC number one seed and uh, Ruin, my boy Ruin, uh, is the number four seed. But outscored CC on the year. Ended up with a record of eight and six. To two three matchup is FJ versus Clint. That's not right. That's Jeff Bell. God damn it, Barry. You got to fix the slide. Ignore that. It's FJ versus Jeff Bell. Sorry, Jeff. I mean to disrespect you by calling you Clarence. That's ridiculous. But Jeff Bell versus FJ is the other matchup. So that is who we are choosing for our matchup of the week. Now, this will not be the same matchup next week. We will pick a different one just to make it more fun. All right. So the way we're doing this, random picker. We've got four leagues. So we're going to choose a league first. And then from those four leagues, we will choose a matchup, either matchup one or matchup two. Damn, I got the most points and seated fourth. Damn injuries early in the year. Yeah, it happens. Ron, good to see you, buddy, by the way. Jen said, damn, I let my deckettes down. Do we have a deckette in every league in the playoffs? 
We do. Sylvia in League One made the playoffs. So, yeah. Now, remember, though, guys, I'm a big female hater, right? That's what I think somebody was trying to establish in the chat earlier. I obviously hate women. We've got Sylvia in League One. League Two, my mom. Big hater of my mom. Hate my mom. Gross. Hate her. Uh, Jenny is mom in League Two. League Three... Jen, Jen, Jen. What are we doing, sis? What is we doing, queen? Uh, that's what I wanted to say earlier. I was like, yeah, I hate so women. I hate women so much that my right-hand man is a woman. Stop it. Uh, and then League 4, CC got it done. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, that's not it. All of my team is in here. What? Uh, you had a lot going. You didn't. Oh, you didn't let anyone down. Yeah, no, she's just a jinx. <laughs> it wasn't that she didn't have time. It's just that she was bad luck this year. Um. All right, so yeah, League 4, CC got in. Well, that's good. Three decades and four leagues in the playoffs. Ladies representing. Ladies. Oh, and we had Lisa in too, I forgot, right? Yeah, we had four decades in, one and two leagues. Or two in one league, Sylvia and Real Real. I almost forgot about Lisa. How could I? This is my girl. Well, yeah, so Sylvia, Lisa, Jenny's mom. I mean, Clarence has titties like a girl, but he's not. At, he's not even here to defend himself. And then uh, Cece. Yeah, so four females in, in, the, uh, in the playoffs. Awesome. Okay, let's see. We are going to pick at random uh, which league we're going to choose first. So here we go. Cut. Random picker. Beep, boop, 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 beep. We're on a budget. I don't have a good sound effects budget, so. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. We don't claim Clarence, even the biggest bro size. League four. All right, we're choosing from League 4. <laughs> we don't claim Clarence, even with the biggest bra size. Is hilarious. Joe hit over 1,800 and finished 500. Damn, that sucks. I'd be so angry. God damn, I'd be mad. All right, um, here we go. So we're in League 4, which is we're either going to get CC versus Ruined or FJ versus Jeff Bell. That'll be your matchup. So ignore that Clarence thing. That should say Jeff Bell. All right. So CZ versus Ruin or FJ versus uh, Jeff Bell. That'll be our matchup. And that's all predicated on whatever this randomizer picks. Matchup one uh, or matchup two. Here we go. Yo, matchup number two. All right, so it's Jay Menace versus the slow white Bronco. Uh, let me see here. BOD weekly matchup. Let's add that over here. And then we're going to go. Oh, my wife is calling me. Hey, I'm still on air. Can I call you right back? Love you, bye. Just got to make sure she's okay. That's the, that's the only call I allow through. 
Uh, League four, we got, um, I don't know who the teams are. Let me go look at league IDs. Let's see. Owner data. Uh, what the hell? No, no. No, no. Uh, what did I say the matchup was? League four, Jay Menace versus Slow White Broncos. So I got to find out who's the what's here. Hold on. Let me update this real quick. Matchup. My bad, yo. My bad. My bad. I should have been mo prepared. Schedule, rosters, data, stats, links. <sighs> ah, here we go. Nope. Not it. God damn it. Oh, okay. I can just pull the IDs from here. It was FJ, who is ID number. Nine. Versus. Uh, who's the other one? Slow White Bronco. Jeff Bell. Which is ID number. Ten. Is that right? Damn you. I thought this spreadsheet would be he would make this shit easy, but apparently it did not. Oh, there we go. ID nine, ID ten. Got it. All right. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Cut. Okay. Terrence, thank you for the hundred bits, buddy. Much appreciated, my friend. All right, here's your matchup. So Owner one, owner two, let me zoom out. I will put this on the Discord for you guys to vote on as well. I'm going to screenshot this right now. Uh, but you've got FJ, who has Sam Howell, Travis Etienne, uh, Rashad White, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Zach Moss, Colts defense versus Baker Mayfield, Derrick Henry, uh, Raheem Mostert, Devontae Smith, Mike Evans, Pat Fryermuth, Zay Flowers, and the Raiders defense. And then, of course, you see there's the uh, the bench. Brees Hall's a good one. DeAndre Swift. Man, uh, Jeff Bell loaded it running back. Kareem Hunt, Latavius Murray, Joe Flacco. Okay. So there you go. There's the, you got golf over there. So that'll be the matchups. I'll put that on the Discord as well. Uh, doing that now, and uh, yeah, there's your matchup. All right, so go vote. Get your votes in. Don't put it in the chat, okay? Uh, we're gonna put it in the fantasy channel on the Discord and just act accordingly. Christian Gary said Barry has a Discord. Is it for patrons or open to everyone? Yeah, I do keep the Discord only for Patreon members. Because it's a great Discord. There's really cool stuff that we do in there. And I try to make that as one of the, the dope-ass perks that you get for supporting the show financially. Um, and it's really cool. And it is uh, 100%, I think, 100% worth it. Um, because a lot of cool shit happens on the Discord, man. A lot of cool shit. It's a dope community and a cool thing to be a part of over there. So, there you go. Uh, thank you, Joe Pro. What's up, homie? Good to see you, pimping. All right, I'm saving this to my show notes. Matchup for the week. Saved. I'm going to pull up the Discord now, but I'm not going to do that on air because it's time to go. 
I think I got everything right. Got the matchup done. I'll post that on the Discord. Got the fantasy done. Uh, awesome. Hey, man. Thank you guys for being here. Hope you had a good time on the show today. Excuse me. Hope you had a good time this week. Enjoy the football tonight. Enjoy the games this weekend. Don't forget there's Saturday games too, by the way. Muy importante. There are Saturday games. Do not forget. You might miss them. Okay? Uh, I will see you when I get back. I need the Twitch recap. Oh, yeah. If you guys got your Twitch recap, please send those to Jim. We're going to compile it all over the next week. Monday or in the Discord or on Twitter or on Facebook or wherever else. Uh, yeah, please send your Twitch recaps to Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. There it is as well. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. Uh, and uh, I'd love to see that. We're going to compile it. Okay? Until then, I love you. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Just checking. Oh, y'all want to rate Ref Bets? Why not? He seemed a little soft last time, but he was. He was in it. What is betting? Let's see what they're doing. Say hi, represent our deckhead community well. And uh Yeah. Have a good one. Hey, love you, Flimsy Cherry. You're the best. I'll see y'all next week. Rage starts in three, two, one. Eddie's making a YouTube video.